Sorry. I guess Geronimo. I didn't ask if everyone else is ready either. I'm not ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, I'm we ready. are never ready. Uh, I'm ready. She's Laura. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, I'm oh, ready. good point. Hi, ready. I'm agreeing. Welcome to AC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. I'm ready. <laughs> Greetings, programs. Misa back. Misa think of Yusa gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> this is Adrian. <laughs> Uh, we are back fully staffed because sports balls is over. Right? Sports balls or sports ball because it was just soccer. soccer. My daughter or did football. softball. Uh, my son oh. did soccer. Okay. And my wife and I were like divorced for two months because both games were always on at the same time. So we were the like the single parent at the one kid's, you know, game. I imagine you alternated each week of, okay, I'm going to this one, you go to that one. Sometimes, yeah. Um, I'm tired of this game. I'm going to keep staying on this one for the next few weeks. What's funny is, no, uh, I found out my daughter's sophomore games were just horrendous. I mean, it's baseball, so. Hey, hey, hey. It's <laughs> baseball's just fine. What yeah. about softball? Softball's just fine. Oh, man. No, no, Jared, I'm sorry. I always think of that scene in Gone in 60 Seconds when uh, Nicolas Cage meets Chris Eccleston for the first time, and Eccleston in his Scottish voice is just like, I've tried. I really do try to get into your ways, but this baseball is so bleeding boring. <laughs> and every time I watch a game, I'm Scottish. See, for me, it always <laughs> reminds me of the Italian job uh, of Napster. <laughs> I was taking a nap and he stole it. Well, I, was you watching baseball? Because that would make, that'd knock me out. Right. <laughs> but you sorry, just don't know high quality sports. <laughs> I know some high quality H two O. There you go. Gatorade. See, still better than still better than baseball. I'm trying to think of good baseball movies. Major There's, League. A League of Their Own. Is that the one where um, he has the glasses? Like yeah. they're thick as all get Charlie out. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the replacements. The League of Their Own. Is that the the women's during yep. the? Yeah. Uh, during World I've War II. actually never seen it, but I've heard. Of it. Really, for the love of the game, Classic. with Costner, The Sandlot, dude, Rookie uh, of the Year, Field of Dreams. I was, was, to, I, was, awesome. I was surprised you didn't say Field of Dreams. Like that's like the best, arguably the best baseball. We grew up yeah, with I've never seen that Rookie one. of the yeah, my, Year, and my nephew watches Rookie of the Year. So that when I think of about baseball movies, it's always Major League and Rookie of the Year. I mean, those and, are comedies yeah. versus the. Right. The drama. Of is it. Moneyball baseball too? Yes. Or is it a different ball? Moneyball was awesome okay. also. Didn't see that one. Am I yeah. too close? I don't know if you guys would like Always. it. Always. You guys aren't baseball fans. <clears throat> I mean. Get out of my space. We'll, can, we can edit it later if it's too bad. I mean, yeah. Is that is that really me? <laughs> that was you, yeah. Well, no, that one. I'm yes. the I'm... whistle. You're the <laughs> hoof. Oh, okay. Well, oh, I'll it just... might be me. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe I, I I'm do, just trying to do I'm, it. Now. I'm curious to see what'll catch up then later on, like what'll actually make it through the edit and everything of what'll go through. I do like the you upgrades. This, this upgrade is, is pretty awesome. Thank well, you. Thank yeah, you, you haven't this been was, down here with the podcast or birthday. You Last time you were here, we did it upstairs. Well, well, I'd say one at a time. Because <laughs> Laura, you were talking at the same time Sorry. as I was. So Sorry. Jared interrupted. Laura, what did you say? <laughs> don't worry. I don't say anything important. I understand this. <laughs> I said this was birthday anniversary upgrade. So I think that has been since soccer started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got married in end of May. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of work. We're still not done, but it is significantly better than what it was, and it is usable, which is better than what it was. <laughs> oh, for, it was usable for before. the year that we were doing this upstairs, or was close to a year. year. Wow. No, really, life gets away from. Well, me. when did we rip out the carpet? That was oh, December. 
November? Yeah, th- this is July, though. That's like half a year. I think it was before Thanksgiving. If it was before Thanksgiving, that's that's pretty close to a. I mean, yeah. it's 10 months. 10 months is not. Well, from a year. now. It's close to yeah. we started doing than it, it is down half here. a year. We've only been down here for Actually, three, three episodes. And we really? three, four episodes. I, I called in sick the one episode. Yeah. So. It's all Jared's fault. Otherwise, time Two wouldn't months? be so wobbly. Let's say at least six months we were upstairs. I think that still doesn't even that. feel like that yeah. was that long. Yeah. Uh, well, it did for me because every time it was like, all right, we'll roll it out. We'll roll it back. Roll <laughs> yeah, it, I just showed up. I love how that's what your take is on it. Versus now this, I can just we fold it up and put it on the shelf and it's done. Like. Mm-hmm. I like it yeah. better that the mics are on the table instead of on the tables around us. Mm-hmm. And Whereas I'm the one who's like, okay, I got to vacuum everything. I got to clean the whole house. I got to clean the bathrooms. I got to clean the kitchen. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're like, oh, I got to move this table. <laughs> well, and we had to yell the cat for attacking the stuff throughout the week. and Yeah, I guess now we've got a door on things. Yeah, now we have a door. And, well, and when we're not doing the podcast, like I said, it just goes on the shelf. And he hasn't got up there yet that we've seen, at least. So. But either Give him way. time. He's a cat. Yeah. But yeah, again, I still enjoy the space. It works really well for this. And for games. That and was the just point. For, just for everything. I would be so mad if this didn't work for this, because that was the whole point. <laughs> I want to argue with it, but no, yeah, that was pretty much the whole point, is for the studio, so it'd be better. And it have okay, and we can use it for games also. It's not just for the studio. Yeah. So. I'm not going to lie. The, the way I described this was, we're making a podcasting studio. Like, that's always what I said. It's our podcasting studio. See, I was podcast studio slash game room, because I, I had... This I sold you on this, then I had the rest of the plan in my head too of like, all right, well, I want the arcade down, the ping pong, the black lights, the whole everything. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. we're the party center. We have a pre barcade, we have a party basement. So, yeah, so that works out. Um, anyway, we have a topic for the week now that we killed you know five minutes talking about the basement again and sports balls, sports balls. Uh, welcome what to Alter Comics Presents, the sports podcast. What was the... Go, local team, go. South Park creators, they made a sports game. Basketball. Basketball? Basketball, that's it. I did watch that mm. one as a kid. I feel like that was somewhere else, too, but I'm not sure. Mm. I don't only know it from South Park, but I can't think what else I know it from. Well, I mean, it was an actual mo- a live-action movie, but it was from the creators okay. of South Park. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Our... Better baseball games than the actual baseball games in the real, real world. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we have a topic for this week, other than random tangents. Uh, Laura, what is the topic and why did you pick it? Um, we picked things that heroes fear because Night Terrors is a new story arc, uh, like the summer uh, topic for DC, I guess I should their say. Their event. Like, the event. Yeah, yeah. their event. The yeah, event that's the July word. and August. Yeah. DC is doing night terrors, focusing on, like, I I guess, I feel like they always yeah. focus on Batman. Everyone's nightmares, though. <laughs> yeah. So it's night, like, dark night, like, night of the round table, spelled with a K. Um, so, yeah, when I was reading these night terrors books, event themes, I was like, oh, what do other heroes fear? Or I also thought, what characters have fear powers because Scarecrow always came across to me as like, oh, that's that's a really good like character, like a, a good power to have because you can I, I feel like his um his fear toxin 
just got into your heart and you it didn't matter what you were afraid of he found a way to like trigger that because he was a psychiatrist too so yeah, yeah all that I should let Jared go into this. Sorry, but, I stepped on your toe a little. No, bit. you're fine. And <laughs> uh, going from a cinematic standpoint too, it's also kind of what they did with Mysterio with the Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, like he did the uh, fear of Peter Parker, like oh, with Iron Man, like the zombie Iron Man, everything like that. Like he used his illusions to exploit Peter Parker's mm-hmm. Spider-Man's fears. I as totally well. did not remember. And that. the whole worlds with the lava monster, the water monster. Yeah, like he used fear to manipulate. Like, look at me, I'm the hero, and I'm going to save everything. And Yeah, and they still focused on his, his use of technology to right. create fear. But for me, like, the way that and Scarecrow is, like, two sides of the same coin. Like, oh, they both use fear, but one uses, like, I'm drugging you versus, no, I'm just doing a mass production yeah. live play. Seeing is believing. Yeah. And bleeding is believing, too, because he still, like, hurt people. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you set up... The uh, scarecrow, Jared. Why don't you tell us why you put why you pick scarecrow? Well, uh, he's one that uses a certain chemical concoction that he developed that, uh, when inhaled, and uh, you would basically see and hallucinate your biggest fears and what they would be. Uh, some people would have spiders crawling on them. You know, so other people might see clowns. Batman would see bats. Usually, um, you know, uh, it's. The Batman stories have always been uh, when they feature a scarecrow about overcoming those fears. The Robins could take him on. You know, everybody could basically overcome their fears once Batman had trained them. Everyone else was screwed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was uh, the one story that I believe was um, crucial, and I'm not 100% positive if I'm right on this, but during Injustice, the Joker used a version of. His uh, scarecrow gas plus his Joker toxin plus kryptonite to gas Superman and make him think he was fighting uh, Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah, because he used yeah. and, that's how he killed. Yeah, that's, that's how, he how he killed Lois. Lois. The kryptonite weakened him. Right. The, it made him like susceptible or, to the fear yeah. toxin and the Joker chemical mixed with it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he saw his biggest fear. Doomsday coming to destroy everything, so he took it up into space and tried to kill it, and it turns out to be Lois when it's the, everything wore off. A not just a a I was gonna say, not just Lois, but his unborn so, baby. That was probably one of the most devastating uses of the fear toxin. Others have been all over the place. There's been some really good scarecrow stories out there. Well, and the good thing with his uh, fear toxin, it's not like, oh, I know you, so I'll, you know, make you imagine this terrible fear. It's a, it's a catch-all. Like, right, oh, it's indiscriminate. Whatever you have in your head is what you're fighting then. Right. So it's like, yep. oh, just a blanket. It just affects you, not, you know, well, not a specific well, I'm saying target. everyone sees their own fear. Right, that's yeah. what I mean. Is It's your fear. What well, that's think? like what I was starting to say where Scarecrow was a psychiatrist. He knew, like, the brain center like you stimulate a certain part of the brain and that's where your fears are. No matter who you are, your fears are usually lying in the same point in your brain. Right. So that's what the toxin affects. Yeah. At least that's how I interpreted it. What yeah. I what I liked about in um, Blackest Night, by that point he had already been he had already overdosed too much on his own fear toxin that he couldn't feel fear himself. Right. Yeah, he but he could himself. produce Right, and that's fear. why he could uh, got a yellow ring, pretty right. much. But I thought that was really you an have interesting the ability to instill fear. Correct. I thought it was a really cool thing that he wants to find people's fears, and then he couldn't 
find his own ever again. Well, right? they've ran with that since then too, where that's like his, he's immune to his own toxin. Like he's trying to find his own fear center mm-hmm. again too. Mm-hmm. I like how they've ran with that. Like, Oh, he's a junkie looking for a fix. He can't get mm-hmm. with that. Thing. Oh yeah. First second I was like, why would you want fear? But yeah, there are. Weirdos. I mean, it defines kind of what you yeah. do. I mean, even Dr. Who talks about how it's a, yeah, t- two iterations of who, uh, talks about how it keeps you on your toes. It keeps you alive. It keeps you from making mm. stupid mistakes. Um, yeah, that's kind of like pain, too. Pain is a warning. Don't do this anymore. Like, it's a survival instinct. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. Scarecrow. Uh, Laura, who was first on your list? Um, I am going to go with Spider-Man, even though he wasn't first on my list. Um, I Googled a little bit, even though I shouldn't just know, you know. But um, I always tell people, oh, even Spider-Man doesn't like like spiders. And then when I Googled it, they're like, actually, there's no evidence in here that Spider-Man doesn't really like spiders. So maybe he's not really afraid of spiders, but I feel like he's just got that normal human level of, I don't like spiders. Yeah, it's not a full... Like, phobia. Yeah, it's just, it's a, uh, if the option was spider or no spider, I'll choose no spider, please. Yeah. Yeah, and on online, I found one list that was like, oh, Spider-Man's top 10 fears. And it was the lamest list because it was all normal stuff like, oh, I fear losing people. Durr. I fear not having friends. I fear not being popular. And I was like, that's everybody. But what's um, interesting about those is that that probably even stems from before he had his powers. Yeah, that, That's true. the very yeah. nerd outcast yeah. that he was. Not even just mm-hmm. the nerd outcast, the human as, uh, aspect yeah. of him, like the yeah. normal, everyday, Joe Average kind of. Peter Parker. Yep, that was the the heading I gave these fears. Standard human fears Spider-Man has. Responsibility, which obviously, um, loss, power, being powerless, letting other people down. But then things that were unique to him, um, not being Spider-Man. It's kind of funny, like, it seemed, I, I think if you know Spider-Man, you know it's two sides of the same coin. He's afraid of being Spider-Man, he's afraid of not being Spider-Man. Uh-huh. He can't make up his mind, he goes back and forth. And... They they pointed out how in the cartoon he was really afraid of becoming a mindless monster when his powers continued to develop and turned him into the man spider. And he went to Charles Xavier saying, hey, I'm not exactly a mutant, but I'm mutating. Can you help me? And Charles says, no, I'm here to help people like realize that being a mutant is okay. And Spider-Man says, but when I turn into something that I can't control myself, you're going to have to stop me. Like, I'm I'm going to be a monster, and I can't handle that. And Charles is like, yeah, you're a different kind of mutant than I can help. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although, we're that, more uh, a natural mutation, not a yeah. radioactive spider. Sorry, yeah. you have to see a different species. We're normal. Fact. You're not. <laughs> wow. You, you have to see a we're the normal for freaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although that is interesting because... Not that long later, uh, what, 2008, 2007, we got the same kind of situation with the Scarlet Witch, with her mm. controlling her powers, and then who mm. she ended up killing in the Avengers in uh, Disassembled. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to become the thing that I cannot control anymore, Yeah, which is what happened with, with Wanda. <laughs> yeah, I guess that kind of comes back to still a standard human fear. Can I control myself? Can I not hurt other people? Like, do I care that much? Um, but yeah, I, after reading all these other fears and putting my own spin on it, I really decided that Spider-Man's biggest fear is losing Aunt May. And that's why she's 190 years old now. <laughs> like, she cannot die because how would he live without her? 
that's always his crux. Except they love to kill her off in like TV shows and mm-hmm. movies and video games. Oh like, yeah, I eh, guess in the movie. That stuff, we'll kill her off in that. But You said like, the secret code, now you die. Right. Yeah. With great oops, power comes great responsibility. Yeah, I know in One More Day was the big story arc where the Kingpin had hired this assassin to go find Spider-Man. And actually, was he after Peter Parker? Because how did he find out me? Sorry. Things that I don't remember the details of. But I know uh, an assassin accidentally nicked Aunt May instead of hitting Spider-Man or Peter Parker, whoever he was aiming at. And Peter Parker, Spider-Man, lost his crap. And, like, went to Kingpin in jail because he was the one who'd hired the, the hitman. Beat him within an inch of his life. And then made a deal with Mephisto to bring uh, Aunt May back to life. And promised him his marriage with MJ and their basically their firstborn child. And that sort of thing. And Their so, potential children. Yeah. So, to me, that's, that's the biggest indication that... Spider-Man's biggest fear over everything is losing Aunt May. Like, that's the biggest thing that keeps him together. I I hate One More Day, Brand New Day, so much. Yeah, I but liked, it's still a big deal. It I is. It is. One More Day, up until the end. Until, yeah. well, even then, the end, like, okay, it's fine. Until there was a secret that nobody knew. Yeah, until they did One Moment oh. in Time, where you find right. out the secret is super lame. Like, oh, well, this is... That was a super letdown. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Was that just that Mary Jane said... The I'll potential. Give, I'll give my marriage and the potential child. Well, no, okay. I thought the whisper was, you have to leave Peter Parker alone forever now. Oh, that's right. That was yeah. the whisper. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Because we all thought, oh, maybe the, maybe the, this is how they're going to get out of that. Under sure. the spell or something. No, you just have to leave him alone forever. Oh. oh, see, I thought it was Heaven just forbid. leave the marriage alone. I thought that they were still able to be kind of friends because she's obviously still there. Yeah, no, okay. the yeah, the spell was you're not married, you never were married. Okay, Aunt May is back, uh, and your hidden your identity is hidden from the world again. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Um, and then yeah, the catch was oh, but you have to leave him alone forever now, which. Mm-hmm could be used as an exploit like if they undo it they're like oh well you can't come back and do that again because too bad too bad yeah i just assumed if they ever undid it and brought back the marriage then aunt may would like immediately die from probably the breast cancer that she had like three years ago that they haven't brought up again yeah (laughs) it's an remission yeah but they never addressed it. it yeah they could totally have just had like one panel that said oh i went to the doctor it's in remission but i don't think they ever did yeah I think uh, the Marvel Zombies uh, first volume really spoke to Spider-Man and his own fears. Oh, you know, I didn't because, think about that one. Yeah, because yeah. he, he was so heartbroken when he ate them. Not <laughs> just any, not just MJ or anybody. It was anybody. He was just like, "What am I doing?" Like it was a part of him that even the zombie version of him couldn't yeah. get away from. Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. So that whole lack of control thing. He's very vegan. <clears throat> Uh, Adrian (laughs) Who was first on your list Well I didn't really do the homework right Because I I read the text wrong Or something So You're fine I was like well what do these heroes fear And so I was just talking about um, I just made a list of a couple people That I'm like oh Who could we really dive into and really kind of figure out What they're actually afraid of Versus the surfacey stuff Like Magneto What's he actually afraid of yeah, is he's he actually one of the strongest ones? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think of him being afraid. I always think of him as like I mean, steel. Totally. But no. he ends up becoming 
exactly what he fought against, what he survived through. For mm-hmm. decades, he was like, no, we're superior and all of you should be dead. And it's like, uh, you do realize that, that the genocide was happening to yeah. you and now you want to do a genocide? So uh, what was... In different iterations. Same. He's done that. I'm saying, like, he, is, yeah. he has grown from a one-dimensional, that's what he, that's what he was, sure. to, oh, well, now I'm... But they're still kind of doing it now with the X-Men. We are superior. We can make you better. We will control you. We will... Be immortal, because you know, we can. Because we can. And so there's still yeah. that kind of genocidal mentality in him. But what is really driving that? And I have to assume it has to be some sort of fear. Beyond the, I can't let that happen again. What happened to the Jews in the Holocaust? Yeah, for me, I would say it's the fear of just be the brutality of the slaughter of his kind, whether that be fellow Jews or fellow mutants or like whatever it is. Like, oh, I don't want that to happen to my kind again. And he's still very much a us versus them. He's still willing to say, oh, well, you're still different enough. I'm willing to put my kind in front of your kind, mm-hmm. no matter what. So that, that's the, my biggest takeaway. Sure. Uh and within that, a future for his family going forward, too. Because, I mean, he does have uh, Lorna. He has uh, Pietro, Wanda. Like, I thought Wanda wasn't his kid anymore. Yeah, it depends on your version. Like, I admit, when he said Lorna, I was like, oh, yeah, the one I always the forget. One. Polaris, yeah. The green yeah. one. <laughs> well, she's got green hair. She's got green hair. True. Um, but she's not Abigail Brand, who also has green hair. She's not, yes. Yeah, uh, but no. Uh, and her magnetism, obviously, is not as strong. Right, but it's for the not the not the family anymore. I still go with guardians. I may not be your father, but I'm your I'm still your dad. Mm-hmm. And they've established that like, oh, we're not biological family, but we're still family. Like, sure. So yes, I still count that as his kids at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I mean he even brought them in like, hey, work with me because like to somewhat pass the reins over the brotherhood once I'm gone. They're still a strong. It's Marvel Comics. He'll never, he'll never die. Well, no, yeah, but neither will I. May. Yep. Until she does, and then they'll undo it because it's Marvel. No one's Marvel. Dead. No one's. Only Uncle. Ben even the dead. yeah, right. And even that depends on what universe. Um, but yeah, I think that's part too. Is like he's looking for. His, I guess his fear is the future is for the future generations. At that point. But what was he afraid of during House of M? Because he did have everything. Wanda gave him everything, and he still was. Not happy. He wasn't. I mean, he did he see through the illusion the whole time? Nobody did except for what's her face. Okay. Layla. Uh, Layla. She knows things. And Wolverine. But not. Yeah. But he self-stitched himself, right? Well, but, I mean, he yes, yes, he healed himself, right? Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one remembered it until they were woken up by someone else that had already been woken. Someone, Layla, right? But I say like, still Wolverine still had that like something's wrong. I don't. He's like, I woke up in bed. I'm I'm with her, Mystique. But what's what's going? Like, why yeah, am I here? Like, so he knew weird to me too. He knew it was wrong, but in that world, he'd lived that life the whole time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everyone else like, no, what do you mean? This is no, he is. healed and he had all his memories, including the memories. But initially, he woke up and like, what is going on? Like, how did I get here? What's going on? Why am I with Mystique? I'm the head yeah. of Shield. What? Yeah, he like, felt like it was a dream at first. You know that dream feeling when you like. No, something's wrong, mm-hmm. but it's it's right because you're in it at he, the time. He didn't remember the dream world reality. Sure, sure, sure. So it was like, wh- how, what? So then he started like, oh, well, this is what's going on. Oh, I guess I kind of remember that now, maybe. Uh, that's all it. fake. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I think 
when you're asking what was Magneto really afraid of or what was his ultimate fear? Well, I, and I don't think House of M was well. Your ultimate fear is it granted your heart's greatest desire. So not not necessarily yeah, it's fear. Like the sure, but he still had it somehow because he was still willing to essentially commit genocide against the humans. I don't like the box in between us. I can only see Jared's eyes and nose. Sit well, up straight. We need to get Jared a booster seat. <laughs> Ouch. Thanks for setting me up on that one, Adrian. <laughs> I didn't. The booster seat did. <laughs> it's it's the rum. It's the rum. Uh, yeah, this episode of Alter Your Comics by Rum. Drink safely, drink responsibly, people. Uh, <laughs> Where's the rum? <laughs> oh, okay. Alex is pointing. That is a lot of rum. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think we're splitting hairs at that point. What's his fear versus like, no, it's not necessarily your fear versus your greatest desire. They can oh, be yeah. tied, but I don't think they are. Oh yeah, I'm not saying that. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I, I. there's the surface stuff that I think everybody can agree on. I don't want the same thing to happen again. But I don't know. I, I, with as much as we want to dive into these characters, um, I, I feel like there could be more. Well, and, and part of that argument is, A, they're all fictional characters, and B, it depends on who's writing them at the time, too. But we don't see them as fictional characters anymore. Maybe uh, you don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't can't. Either. I don't know, man. I, I, We're I, putting a lot of our real world into the, a lot of the comics today. I mean, they've We always uh, they, should have. They always have. I mean, that's the whole representation for mutants itself. That's just minorities as a whole. Like, oh, well, they're getting, you know, this instance, or like, okay, we're getting prejudice of one reason or another. That's what mutants is a direct analog to. The fact that they even made Kitty Pride Jewish to like make that extra obvious, like, this is what we're doing, and show that persecution as well. So, like, I think the comic books always had whatever's going on here and now translated in the comic books. Now, it may take a little longer to come out because hey you know different the comic book code authority and stuff like certain sure, limitations sure, like sure. you can't necessarily blatantly say whatever but it's still there so yeah it just I, I i don't i disagree with your mentality of we're taking it way too serious like i i can't agree to that of saying because they are fictional characters and they, ultimately they are the characters act however the writer's writing them. Sure. Going back to Stan Lee, who would win in a fight between Hulk and Wolverine, or Hulk and... Uh, thing? Th- yeah, Hulk and Thing. Who would win? Well, it depends. What book am I writing? Am I writing a Hulk book or am I writing a Thing book? That determines the outcome of that. He said it himself, is it depends on who do I want to win, because they're all fictional. It doesn't matter. Sure. So, I, I take all with a grain of salt. I mean, they're all fictional characters. It depends on who writes it and what they put in for their history at the time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the motivations of the characters affect who should win. Well, the motivation of the writers, well, not yeah, the characters. Sure, because well, the writers are writing the characters. Yeah, if the thing keeps his mouth shut during the whole fight. He doesn't make Hulk angrier, and so he doesn't make Hulk power, more powerful. Or Hulk doesn't like the silent treatment. He wants the banter, Ooh. <laughs> and that makes that makes him angrier. But either way, yeah. we digress. Same story written by two <laughs> different perspectives, right there. Yeah. Uh, first on my list. Since we're, I think we're done with Magneto-ish. I'm taking a drink of rum, so yeah. <laughs> drink another one. Uh, I want to do twofer, because it was in the same series. Deadpool and Domino. Deadpool and Domino. So uh, what are you, 
What are you asking? So are you going to guess what their fears are? No, I'm going to say what their fears are. He's so, going to say because, it. I wondered if Adrian was going to guess. Because it was in the same series within like three issues apart from each other. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Domino has the fear of chickens. Okay. Yeah. And Deadpool has the fear of clowns and cows. Ironic. Um, so he's not from India. Ironic because the clown part? Or he is from India and he overly worships them. Uh but there's the same Deadpool series. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Uh-oh. We're way off topic. You right? really are. Maybe less I've from been next time. Too. It's the rum. Uh, I had vodka. Was it the vodka that Jared bought us or different vodka? No, the one you got me. It was our anniversary vodka. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was... In... Good. It's not my fault. <laughs> no, no, Jared. It is your fault. It's always your fault. Until you get a booster seat. It's your fault. <laughs> Um, Deadpool, for some reason, is scared of clowns. Like, I mean, that's fairly common phobia yeah. for people, though. Like, I feel that's his his sane part of his personality. <laughs> I, I see that being a... Okay. Because there are several people around the sure, world sure, that sure. are yeah. scared of clowns. I I don't get it, necessarily, but whatever. Maybe it's the makeup. I, Isn't Amanda afraid of clowns? Yeah, oh, she or is. is. It just yeah, it's her. She's afraid okay. of clowns. Um, and I don't get the fear of Voice clowns. Amanda? Uh, alter, former alter ego. Yeah, uh, that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, clowns and cows, and Domino is fear of chickens, and that one's really odd. But what stood out to me is when they, when I was looking this up, like, oh, who are people? What are people afraid of? And everything. It reminded me of the Deadpool series where he needed her help doing a mission, or whatever. And he's like, oh, what are you afraid of? He's like, oh, and he said, yeah, I'm afraid of clowns and cows. Why? It doesn't matter. Just I am. And like, okay, Domino, bo- team bonding exercise. What are you afraid of? He's like chickens. And he like, I read this. Yeah, Where, which one? From it, from when? It was like the early teens. It was, I think, it was the Daniel Way stuff. The stuff we actually liked before they <laughs> did. It wasn't when they went back or forward in time to save Hope and Cable, was it? I don't think so. Because she was there too. Because they were doing a heist for this. Oh. And she was like crawling through an air duct, and because he was betraying her. He put a chicken in the air duct. He's like, okay, I know yeah. which way you're going to, like, that's secure, that's secure. The only way in is this way. And he put the chicken in the air duct. She's crawling through it. And it's like, oh, crap. And she's like on the intercom with the rest of X-Force and the X-Men. Like, you know, what are you doing? Why aren't you taking care of this? Was that Blue Deadpool when he was trying to be on part of the, was he? When he was trying to join the X-Men? Mm-hmm. I think that might have been part of it. Okay. Uh, but I, like, I remember that scene. I don't remember everything, but I know. Sure. They were working together. Deadpool betrayed them. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, we're going to take you out. And he like stopped everyone else. And then to stop her, the only one he could stop is she was going up through air ducts. He put a chicken in the air duct. And she's like, uh, guys, I can't, I can't help. Like, wait, why? I can't explain. I just can't help. You're on your own. Bye. Like, just scared <laughs> death of chickens. And it was just one chicken that was in the air duct. Shoot it. That kind of reminds me of, I used to work with a girl who hated birds. Like, there's bird phobia, too. And whenever there were geese in the um, the tank dike that we needed to get samples from, she'd call back and be like, I need someone to get this sample. There, there's a goose. Down there. <laughs> I, I, I need help. <laughs> to be fair, geese are very territorial, and yes. they are very vicious, too. Yeah, like, we, we would get safety alerts every once in a while that said, leave the geese alone. Don't, don't even go in. Like, seriously. Yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll mess you up. Yep. I mean, they'll fight. They will fight, especially if they if it's when they have their young hatchlings. Like mm-hmm. they yeah. will, 
they'll fight cars and lose. I can see that on the way to and from work on, on the highway. because yeah, you're on the way through where I used to work with yep. the, all the tank dikes. Yeah. Where the geese, they, they're safe because the dike uh, keeps their nest safe from like wolves and bigger territorial animals, but not from us. Yeah. You got a job to do. And yep. I would just love to have like a text warning and like screen cap, like warning, geese attack. <laughs> <laughs> like that'd, that'd be a fun, like, is this a Florida man thing? Like, I don't get what's going on here. <laughs> no, but. that's clouds. Like an amber alert, but for geese. <laughs> right. Go- Gosling alert. Mm-hmm. That's part mm-hmm. of it. So a gaggle, a, a, ga- a gaggle alert. <laughs> we had a we had a gaggle order. Wait, what? <laughs> you mean gag order? No, no, no. Yep. Geese. There's a whole bunch of them. It's the problem. Opposite of safety in numbers. Yeah. Uh, so Jared, <laughs> what's next on your list? So I'm not go going to go in too deep with this but uh, I had forgotten about this one until I was googling stuff and I'm like oh my god that's right I do remember that but um, everyone knows Aqualad sidekick of Aquaman he has a fear of water yeah. Uh, I, yeah. re- I remember I read that this yeah, on the I internet too I, I read the so art, same article his, yeah. like, that's like me parents, being afraid of air or something well his like adoptive parents who raised burritos? him on land and stuff basically didn't want him to find out who he really was so they like instilled a fear of water into him so as he grew up he was always afraid of the water so he okay. always stayed away from it and then obviously mm-hmm. sweet powers never manifest yeah. and then obviously they, they did and everything like that but uh yeah i had forgotten about that i'm like that's right that's about the most ironic fear for a character mm-hmm. there is that's Aqua. how they kept truman in the dome in the, the right. movie the truman show they made him yep. afraid of water yeah. yeah yep it was a good movie i watch that so but yeah that's that's about it I didn't have much for him, but that was just one that I couldn't pass up. Aqualad has a fear of water. I feel like they've done that similar trope in different things. Like, oh, we don't want this to happen, so we'll just make you terrified of it so you don't realize the bigger picture of what's going on with everything. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, hey, if it works, it works until it doesn't. Right. (laughs) Most most mutants were afraid of their own powers, were afraid of themselves in some way, shape, or form, you know? Mm -hmm. And some of them rightfully to a so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like some of them they didn't like, understand what was happening around them. The ones that could be telepaths didn't they thought they were going crazy sure, from sure. voices in their head. And those are the ones I'm more yeah. talking about, like somebody shooting laser eyes out. I can you know, I can tell what's happening. I'm shooting I, lasers out of my yeah, eyes. Yeah, but that'd still be pretty freaking weird. Oh yeah. And especially okay, well what I mean, uh, G, uh Rogue, she's afraid like, oh, I'm I can t- kill you with a touch. I kissed right. so, a boy and he didn't like it. <laughs> Well, but at what point does she think, okay, I think I have a handle on it. Let me risk it by see if I can kill you or not. Nope. Like, well, at, the, at that point, you would be afraid all the time. Like, I'm just not going to touch anybody ever again because like, she what just about needs now? to go hang out with Wolverine constantly. What about now? Did I get it figured out? Did I get what it figured now? out? <laughs> Sit there, I'm not touching you. <laughs> she is the best that I'm not touching you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tag. You're dead. <laughs> Coming soon to theater. You tag. You're dead. <laughs> Starring Rogue. An origin story of Rogue. Uh, although Magneto did figure, and that was uh, side, super creepy. Well, yes, <laughs> yes. Side side topic. Side creepy of weird uses of one's abilities. And that was in Astonishing. It was in Age of Apocalypse. Age of we Apocalypse. saw it for the first time. That's right. Uh, he she, he was comforting her. And he put up some sort of magnetic shield around himself and he touched her face to just kind of console her because Wanda had just died. 
and then He's, years later they kissed. And wow. that I mean that was an alternate future when that happened. Right, right, right. But still. But they I'm pretty sure like in like an astonishing or something in the early two thousands they made that like in a quote canon also, not even in the future. Oh. I think they They did it also in Age of X, I think also. Remember yeah. that alternate yeah. uh, reality that was created by David? It was like a five issue mini, two issue mini. It was like a mini mini. Was that the one? And they had humans constantly attacking their base. Was that the one created by Legion? Yes, David. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bingo. I mean, anytime they hook up, it's like, um, this is weird. Stop it. Like, you're like four times her age. At least. At least. <clears throat> I mean. At least it's fictional, but also makes me scared. Like, yeah, Alex, why are you taking this so seriously? Someone, man? somewhere out there, does that though, like the gold diggers and whatnot. Like, all right, uses uh, their magnetic powers yeah. to, yeah, yeah, <laughs> take advantage of young women. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all seen those, like, where it's like weird, like, oh, this is your daughter. No, this is my wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, is this your granddaughter? No. Oh, when's the baby due? I'm not pregnant. <laughs> like, just certain things you just learn not to say no matter what. Like, I'm just not, I'm just going to say hello and just ignore and whatever. What was it the stormtrooper said to Obi-Wan and Luke? Let me see your identification. <laughs> Move, Move along. along. Move, Move along. along. Yeah. Ah. I was like, where are you going with this one? Move along. Yep. These aren't the droids you're looking for. So... Aqualad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I forgot we were still on that. <laughs> Thank you. So my turn? Yep. Yes. Go. Yes. <laughs> Quickly. I want to do a little twofer. So I'll do a little quick one quick. Um, because talking about animals makes me always think of Anya from Buffy, who was afraid of bunnies. And she, like she had that whole song about what's with their twitchy ears and their floppy, or sorry, their twitchy noses and their floppy ears and all the carrots. And when I was reading my first initial list, it also said that Nova in one of the animated series was afraid of bunnies, too. So I thought it was funny that they both had this fear of rabbits. But what I really want to talk about... Our friend, like the, our friend like the Nova Corps guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alexander. Um, I don't uh, even know it's, his it's name. A, it was a young the no- kid one. Kid Nova, yeah. Kid Nova. In uh, some Spider-Man team-up kind of show, the, the douchebaggy Nova who shows up and... Isn't it's Kid Nova. I'm pretty sure it's Kid Nova. Yeah. It's like there, there's a white tiger, there's Nova, there's some other character, and oh. there's Spider Man Unlimited. Oh, and no, the it's not Unlimited. You said the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Unlimited. No, no there's Unlimited, like, they're on Counter Earth. There's like five different Spider Man. Maybe it's right? Ultimate, right. but yeah, Unlimited, Maybe. I'm watching right now, so I know that it's Counter Earth. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nova is not. Also, our friend yeah. Andy, Andy, he's afraid oh, yeah. of rabbits, also. Yeah. He has leprophobia. Is that the name it, of it? That's, that what, I, that's what I just Googled. Oh, okay, good. Fear of rabbits. First, I was, What's the fear of, fear of lepers? Uh, chickenophobia. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what is your other one, um, Laura? <laughs> Dementoid was also on this list. And at first I was like, who is this guy? He was a, near as I can tell, just a random like side character in Dark Reign's Sinister Spider-Man when Mark Mac Gargan was recruited by Norman Osborn to be in his like special elite force of like the the, the new the, the dark mm. adventures. I thought this was kind of timely since we talked about 
Secret Wars the other day, and at the end of that, Norman killed the Skrull Queen, and that's when Dark Reign. Or sorry, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing. Secret Invasion. Secret when, War was really good though, because that's when Fury goes after uh, the Queen of Latveria after she took over from Doctor Doom. Was that Secret Wars two or was Se- that no? That was, was just Secret, Secret War. Secret. So they did Secret Wars. Oh. Secret War, then Secret Wars again. Okay. Sorry. And then Secret I, Wars I two. I lose the S. Mm. Yeah. Okay. War. Anyway. Okay. But anyways, um, so Secret, Secret Invasion was what I meant. We read that a couple weeks ago for our book club. And then at the end of that, Norman Osborn killed the Skrull Queen and everyone saw it on TV and was like, oh, he's amazing. Never mind that he's the Green Goblin. So he got to do this whole <laughs> Dark Reign thing and make his own task force. And one of the people he picked was Mac Gargan, who... He had the Venom symbiote he, at that yeah. time. Yeah, I, I don't know for sure if Norman Osborn got him the Venom symbiote or if he had it already. He gave him something because he was like... Hulk-sized venom. He and he made he gave him something to eat, and he came down to muscular Peter Parker venom. Dark, dark suit okay. Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, I just I don't exactly know how Mac got venom symbiote. Yeah, I, I don't should remember look either. that up. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't, but it happened before that. But was, there was a they were a, just passing around, seeing yeah. who liked him the best. Yeah, yeah, venom has that. That's what venom versus right now, as near as I can tell. Um, but yeah, there was a four-issue mini, Dark Reign Sinister Spider-Man, where Matt Gargan as Venom is part of the Norman Osborn's task force of Dark Avengers. And one of the biggest things that happens in this is Matt gets in a fight with like three or four other characters. I, I skimmed through it really fast on Marvel Limited this morning instead of doing other things I was supposed to be doing. But the... Uh, for some reason, Mac decides to to like eat everything in his path, and how he eats Dementoid is he opens a a mouth from his butt, basically, and his then anus. devours him. And you, there's one this one panel that Dementoid's like, "I'm in his sphincter, I'm in his sphincter. What's going on? Like he's he's having his mental breakdown, and then he dies. He's being eaten by a butt." I don't think he actually died. I think that he was somehow saved. I feel like he showed up in other panels. But yeah, I was just swiping through really fast. And I was like, what is this? Yes. I mean. So for more details, Dark Reigns, Sinister Spider-Man 1 through 4 miniseries. Talking about the like sections (laughs) of time, I thought the Dark Reign did a really fantastic job. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tempted to suggest that as like a a book club at some point. Well, it's not just. There probably there was, it was no a series. It was a it was like a year time. long mm-hmm. era of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. Maybe there's some some trade that collects a little uh, bit of it, at least like a like snapshot. Dark Reign Avengers, I think, would be the best mm-hmm. one because that really captured what was going on that time, mm-hmm. from what I remember. Given it's been well, that was also a like while toward ago. the end of Michael Bendis's epic time in Marvel because it ended with Siege. Siege and Original Sin. Both oh, yeah, that one sucked. Wait, was that the one with the Watcher being killed? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. yeah, that one hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It was so bad. That's why you should Thor read DC. <laughs> They've never had bad event books. Yeah. How about okay. next week? Final next crisis. week you read some DC. <laughs> uh, Final like, Crisis was really bad. I want to say an era <laughs> of New 52 on average was not great. Except for the bad stuff. Yeah, everything else sucks. That's what mm-hmm. I said on average. 
Yeah. It was not good. Batman Forever. You know, other than the Bat books, um, Eternal. 50% of DC sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, Batman Forever? We just watched that movie. It wasn't that great. It no. was, it was... Eternal. Eternal. It was a little chilly. No, that was Batman that was, Robin. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Take <laughs> uh, a chill I think pill. it's Adrian's Yeah, chill. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> what else gives you chills? I don't know. And fears. I don't know. Snow. I just too much rum and need to care right now. Snow gives you chills. <laughs> Snow does give me chills. Uh, I did. I, I was kind of wondering, what is Captain America afraid of? Bucky's death. Just you think? Bucky in general. <laughs> Seems like a good good stab in the dark. I mean, mm. I think his biggest failure is being a, a disappointment. He He has to live up to the mantle of what Captain America should be. So he's always doing that. I was thinking of irrelevancy becoming uh, no no longer mattering. I mean, there's been several times where he's like, "Please, I want to pass this on. I want to be done. I want. I'm a man out of time. I want to go." Which off feeds, into the sunset. Which could feed into the. I am afraid of not being relevant anymore. Let somebody else do this because I shouldn't be doing it anymore. Fair. I think he's afraid of himself. Afraid of his failure. If he becomes evil, what's he gonna do? He's afraid of inaction. If I, mean, I there you if go. I don't step up and something goes wrong. Right. Similar to Peter Parker. But that's classic responsibility. Yeah. yeah, that's not really a fear of and a I'm phobia okay. fear. And I'm okay with some of the surfacey stuff, but I really wanna like what are these people really afraid of? Like genuinely that we wouldn't have even found like- Ladybugs or fireflies <laughs> or something like that. Chickens yeah. and bunnies. Uh, because I think ultimately that's what makes heroes so heroic is that they they face their genuine fears regardless. And especially someone like Captain, like Steve, Ooh. who is out of time. Sorry. In a place, in a time when he shouldn't even exist. How does that work for someone like that? They need to do a crossover with Scarecrow and get Scarecrow over to release his gas on Captain America. Uh, Got to bring a DC character sure, in to sure. save him. Well, this question, not really save that. <laughs> is there no Marvel character that, that induces fear? There has there to be. A, I mean, everyone thinks so. He There's mentioned Mysterio. From, uh, I yeah, can't remember. Like, Ooh, you're mm-hmm. seeing this and it's not really there. There was a Teen Titans villain named Phobia. Uh, basically like a jewel thief and stuff like that. But when I can't remember if they, she would actually make you live your fears. Like if you were afraid of spiders, spiders would like legitimately start crawling on you or if you'd hallucinate. I don't remember that. But uh, I think she could make you live your fears in some way and then she'd steal your diamonds. You know, <laughs> okay. that's about it with her. Shoot. I'm trying to remember. There is some Spider-Man villain, I think. He had a huge head, and it was like brainoid, a mentaloid, or something. I can't remember his name. I'm gonna have to do some googling. Lady Stillman. No, it the was second. A, it was a guy. So it was Lady Stillman. Pace Pot Pete. No. <laughs> I I did look up to see if there was because I, okay, I could have sworn. Serious. Hold on, just a second. Are you serious? I did look up to see if there was actually a, a, a comic book character called Night Terror because. Of the, yeah. the and there is actually there's a vampire called Carl Blake, known as vamp as 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 Night Terror, and mm. he's in the six one six. So FYI, a little fun fact for you, a little nugget of funness for you. 
so Captain America, Steve. <laughs> uh, for me, I think his because I like to go back to the quote of like when everyone tells you wrong, you you know you do not bend, you do not break, you, fit, you stand up, for, you fight for what's right, no matter what. So I think that is his thing. <laughs> like, no, I will not stand injustices. But that's not what he's afraid of. I don't know that he's afraid of injustice. I think he he understands that that's going to happen. Back and to that fear just... of inaction, then. right? Okay, and, and fear of not living up to the hype of being your Captain America yeah. all the time, no matter what. If you're the, wearing the mask or not, you're always Captain America because people he has no secret identity. Sure. Everyone knows who he is, uh-huh, uh-huh. so he he has to walk that walk every single day. I did like that they kept that in the movies and in the comic book. Like, there's there's not much difference right. in either Steve, you know. So yeah, his hair color, sometimes. Sorry, going back forever. Mindworm, Mindworm was the guy I had to Google. He had this big head. He could mentally project things in people's minds, so he could find your fears because he's a Mm. mindworm. He's a mindworm. Yeah. Jeez. Mm. (laughs) Talk about D list. Oh, that's why I was like big head. (laughs) See, when I think of big head for Marvel, I think of uh, leader. And Modok. Oh, sure. mm-hmm. Modok came Modoc. up first. And, Modoc. and I was like, no, not Modok. Well, see, Modok, I think, like, just a head. Only a head. head. Yeah, just a head. <laughs> not just Whereas big head. leader Only has head. the, like, cone head, like, Cerebral. super. Yeah. Yeah, right. Anyway. Yeah. That, that, I mean, I think if, if we could dive into the, more of these characters, we could get some really fun, compelling stories. Yeah, maybe in two weeks, because Night Terrors is going on for, like, the whole summer. So. Like, imagine if more. Steve gets, like, cancer. Okay, what's he going to deal with? That could be one of those just complete, non-action, complete dialogue-driven comic that I would totally love. What does he deal with with terminal cancer? I, mean, I don't like, think there's a phobia, though. No. But it would make him face the whatever... fear of death, which is a normal human thing. But it may cause him to fear, face the fear of inaction. Oh, Now yeah. I'm forced to not do anything. And yeah, if he doesn't have the strength to do it. Oh. I mean, they kind of touched on that briefly with Jane Foster when she had her cancer. Like, okay, well, you need the treatment in the comics. They touched on the comics where you have this treatment, you know, you know you're know, you going through this, but every time you pick up the hammer, you're cleansing out mm-hmm. all the cancer treatment. Like, mm-hmm. you need, that is killing you by being a superhero. And they could have dove deeper into that. Like how you said, like, that would have been the perfect setup for that because they already established this is what's going on. And have the, okay, now instead of Thor, Jane Foster... Give us Jane Foster not being Thor, like actually going through those steps. And I don't know if you could do it as a full series or a mini series. Well, it'd have to be a mini because you might, I've seen the you might goal be able to would end. him or her die. Well, you could do it as a one shot, is what I'm thinking of. Mm. Like, especially if they did it for like Breast Cancer Awareness Month or like some sort of charity, charity driven cheesy book. episodes or issues. I, That's I, kind I of what you're asking that, for, though. No, <laughs> no, I was just giving the example of like, cancer just being kind of catch-all how to stop anybody except Wolverine and Deadpool but for them to do something like that that's a very hard turn for what Marvel normally does oh sure so like if they did it okay we're doing this in conjunction with whatever because like okay we're actually consulting with experts of like what's going on during this also like hey and you know if this story touched you support this foundation blah 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 done so they could do have some grounded reality to that. Sure. So. 
Yeah, that's what it reminded me. He said that. I was like, oh, Jane Foster had that, but they kind of like, hey, I'm sweeping on the rug. She's back. She's no longer Thor anymore, and she's fine. She's healthy now. It's good. She's a Valkyrie now? She is the Valkyrie? Oh, the Valkyrie. Like the only one. I think so. They might have brought more back. They For a while, they're like, oh, all the Valkyries are dead, and she's the only one that had that was left. The part of Mjolnir's handle turned into the Valkyrie. It was, it's been was weird. Groot. That was in the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> And that was Stormbreaker, not Mjolnir. Oh, my bad. Uh, but yeah, in the comics, she's Valkyrie now. I think they did bring up back more because, you know, no one stays dead forever. So right. here's more Valkyries because why not? More Valkyries. Uh, the last one's on my list. I have two of them. I'll do it pretty quickly. First one is Wolverine. He has fear of drowning, which makes I get sense. get that because he's going to heal and it's like continuously drowning. Yeah. Right. And Infinite death. And Would he, though? In your adamantium skeleton. He heals, wakes up, and then he's still underwater. He's going to drown again. Right. Yeah, but at least in, in, in that scenario with the adamantium, he would maybe take a step or something. I don't know. Well, it still takes a long depend- time. It still hurts. Well, it depends on what part of the ocean he's in, too. Like, if you're in the depths of it, the pressure of the water itself. Then he probably wouldn't come back. I mean, if he's seriously crushed, that can't. But that's a, fear, he that's a fair fear of the ocean, get, though. Yeah. Okay, like, all right. Yes, if you're you, right. Okay. It's something Logan would be afraid of. Because... If I go down to the ocean and I can't... Okay. All right. I'm on a boat. now. Nah, I don't Not what boats. we're thinking about. Right. Right, yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, here's a life preserver. Okay. <laughs> I'm... I weigh, like, five tons. That right. one little floaty is going to do nothing. So, like, that, that's fair of... Give me an inflatable bulletproof vest. It'll work just the same. Give me a boat, an inflatable boat. That inside, <laughs> that's all. I, that's really the only thing that could possibly save me. If I if I fall off this boat, I need another boat. Just don't sneeze and pop the claws accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one on my list was one that came to mind immediately when Laura said this topic: uh, storm claustrophobia. Like that's they, oh, that's classic. Yeah, they that was one like oh, this is an easy one that. I feel like it should be on the list because it is so obvious. We can't, right, yeah. We can't not mention that. Right. Because they've used that trope several times with her. Like, oh. Surely she's over that by now, right? Uh, surely. I don't know that you could get over that. Like, that's what fear is. I think sure. But what I mean is that it's, not paraly- that it's not paralyzing anymore. Yeah. Like, you're still scared of it. I'm even, I'm, I'm willing to stick with, with my original comment. Because they're constantly being reborn. So unless she chooses to continue not to die. She well, isn't in one of the eggs. Well, I don't think it's necessarily a phobia that will kill you. It's a phobia that puts you in a panic state. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I'm gonna, this, I don't like this because I'll die. Like, no, I just can't move. I'm panic attacking myself. Okay. Yeah. That's like when I mentioned Spider-Man's fear. He's not going to die because Aunt May dies. Right. He's just dead inside. And it's just, a mental thing. You're just not <laughs> mentally ready for that. So in the... Uh, in there, yes, there have been several times like, oh, using that against me. Yeah, I still don't like it, but I don't care. I know I'm the goddess of the weather. I don't sure. care. Like, I will, I will blow my way out of oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> and and why hasn't Professor X taken that away from her? Because yeah, he, that does seem like something he could do, but I'm sure he draws it's a line. Part of her, and right. she would it have gives her yeah. character, and she would have to ask for it for herself. And then, if you change one thing about me, then am I really me anymore? Exactly. And Isn't that part of Krakoa right now? Like all the rebirth stuff? Oh, yeah. Am it's I very still hypocritical mean? in some aspects. Well, they're also getting ready to do the fall of X, where they're finding out that uh, 
the, I hope they all die. The perfect resurrection isn't exactly what they thought it was. Like, oh, there is a a sinister motive behind it all. So they are and fighting. They're going to get rid of that, and none of them can die again. And then they're going to die, and then get reborn. Well, I mean, okay. Let's be honest. Anybody in comics, do they actually die? Oh, no. No, they Uncle always Ben. Like, Unless it's an independent comic book. I was going to say, if it's not DC and it's not Marvel, yes. Then chance... Chances are, that once they're dead, they're, they stay dead. There are still some exceptions to that with superhero books and whatnot. Zombie books. They get bitten and die. They, they're still walking around. On but they're not really dead. <laughs> or not, they're really not, not alive. Not really alive, I know. If you, what's the point of living if you can't feel alive? So, If you can't eat cheese, what's the point of living? <laughs> I'll ask my friend. Lactose tolerance? Yep. She just needs to be Sounds more like tolerant. Go I like cheese, yeah. sorry. She just needs to be more tolerant is all I'm hearing. Like, mm-hmm. What was great was there's this weird <laughs> thing that one. when she was pregnant, she was able to eat cheese again. And she's like, this is amazing. I'm going to enjoy it for nine months. And then once she had the baby, a lactose intolerant again. She had a... She, her, she get another baby. Her yeah. baby is a mutant. It mm-hmm. mutated her mom. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah. Come yeah, on. From I, a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. <laughs> yeah, I did not understand it either, but that's what she said. Yeah. As that's what uh, she said. Danny Rojas has said, the body truly is a miracle. Uh, so, yeah, and that is our list. Life. Our You know, our 20-minute topic, that's our hour-long conversation. Hey, there of, we go. Oh, my gosh. Really? <laughs> it, we're at, like, close to an hour now, yeah. Good night, everyone. But I think that it was all worthwhile Oh, I topics. do, too. I thought we did good. We did. I'm proud of us. We did well. We'll see how it you, the listener, <laughs> will be able to tell us if you yeah. approved of the message. Please comment below. Press one now. I don't think there's a press one option. <laughs> Thank for you for calling one. movie phone. <laughs> <laughs> you were going for the Seinfeld thing, weren't you? Why, why don't you just say what movie you want to see? Uh, we're old. Yeah. So I mean, I'm going to guess most of our listeners are old enough that they get that reference too. So you would hope so, and I actually would hope against that. Because Ouch. I want some, I do. No, I mean you want you a younger. Hope we don't I don't have any listeners. I want. <laughs> I, I want, want young people to watch Seinfeld. I want young people to not get our references and not listen to us. That's the opposite. <laughs> but no, I get you saying so you. My niece, you want younger listeners that don't know the reference to be listening to this because that means we're getting a bigger audience. Yeah, or just younger people that we might say, "Hey, this is a good book. I think you should read it," and they go out and check it out and enjoy it. Sure. Immediately, I never called movie phone. Neither have I. I lived in New Knoxville, Ohio growing up. and What was that texting uh, number that you could ask a question and it would actually give you... Oh, I almost want to say Ask uh, Jeeves or KGB. It was pre-Google. Yep, yep. And it was pre-Ask Jeeves. I never used it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It was a... It was a... Yeah. I don't remember pre G. It's like ten cents per question or something like that. It got to that. But yeah, Yeah. at first it was It's like calling an operator. (laughs) Essentially. I remember time and temp. Remember that? Good lord! Call time and temp. I was gonna sign up for the KGB. It was the knowledge database <sighs> instead of like it sounded terrible. <laughs> but yeah, you were supposed to be like at everyone's beck and call when a question came in. You were supposed to Google it, come up with an answer, and send it back to them. Ah, uh, yes, and they would pay you in vodka. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's okay. why no, no. I didn't end up doing. Other than they pay you in potatoes, you have to make your own vodka right. out of it. Like yeah. it's that low. <laughs> more accurate. <laughs> That's uh, communist Russia. Yes. Uh, so anyway, anyways, uh, let's talk about books that came out the last couple of weeks, either oh, last yeah. week or this week, because that's the next segment that you forgot about. No, I got. Okay. I have my book. You just right need to look like what we're doing that part now. No, no, I got it right here. Okay. 
Uh, so I have my hero of the week uh, showing me what books I have right now. Cool. So I don't have to pull them up. See, see, you haven't been here in two months and you remembered hero of the week versus Jared. I didn't remember until he said something. Good earlier. Lord, man. Come on. <laughs> I can never remember that segment yeah. for some reason. Uh, so let's talk about books that came out either last week or this week that we really enjoyed. Adrian, since you have your list up and ready, you can go last. Um, no, I'm just kidding. You go first. Go ahead. Uh, last week, uh, no one. Uh, that's been a, a a pretty good uh, and if you're, radiant. First. If you're googling, it, it's no slash one. <sighs> yeah, right. Because Jeez. I'm just saying for the listener that doesn't have it in front of them. No. Do you know how hard it was to find in my inventory website thing that I'm using? Uh, that is my hero of the week. How long it took me to finally find just one issue, so I could then continue on. Like, oh, go back one, go forward one, go. You know, because yeah. of that stupid slash. Yeah. Uh, that's been a solid book. Uh, it's a fun mystery it's set in the Radiant Verse, massive verse, massive verse. Uh, so like Radiant Black and and those books, Rising Fire, Glowing Fire, Glowing Red. Yeah, Radiant what's her name? Red. Radiant Red, Radiant Red, Radiant Pink. <laughs> the Radiant Universe is Radiant. Uh, no one, and there's another one. I, I'm forgetting. It's 2023's version of the Power Rangers. It's images, massive verse, massive verse. Yes, uh, it's pretty big. Uh, no, it's it. It's been a solid mystery. Uh, you don't have to be reading the other stuff. And surprisingly, they haven't really made mention of the other stuff going on in the same universe. So it works. That one's kind of fun because it also comes with a uh, podcast that you can find on mm-hmm. podcasting things where you listen to us. And, and then this week. And uh, what issue was that again? That was issue five. Mm. Four. Four. And then uh, this week I got um, The Rocketeer. Which I guess you can do two in a row. I'm going to do two in a row. I'm doing it. Uh, Which who doesn't like beating up on Nazis? And so there's some Nazis in the Rocketeers world, and they're going to get beaten up. Right? Fair. Uh, Laura, what's one (laughs) on your list? Who doesn't like Nazis? Everyone. Hmm. They're probably are, but we don't talk about those people. (laughs) I think I'll go all the way back to last week, uh, 7-5. Night Terror's First Blood. I guess did anyone else pick that one? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I didn't pick that one. Sorry. Is that the I read the, it. the Alpha book? Yeah, that is. The I alpha. believe that one was yeah. good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't pick it up, really but good. yeah, I think that's why because it inspired our topic. I feel like might as well talk about it a little bit. Um, at first, when I read Night Terror's First Blood by Williamson Porter and Anderson, I was, I was like, eh, I didn't really like the art. Because in the second panel, like, none of the characters had eyes. And I was like, what is going on? And then I realized, oh, this is supposed to be creepy, scary. Like, the art is supposed to make you unsettled a little bit. And I was like, okay, now it, I get what's going on. It is it's definitely a trippy a, dream world. Yeah. Well, and just the whole book is definitely, like, it reminds me of the Metal series, where it's, like, mm-hmm. the the mature, like, oh, we're mm-hmm. going gritty because that's what we do. Yep. Yeah. Let's be sad. And I feel like the the main character who's kind of the narrator in this is Boston Brand, Dead Man. Um, I wasn't really familiar with him, so I definitely wrote down that his origin is he made a deal with the goddess Rama Kushna to get revenge on his assassin. I don't know why he got assassinated, because it sounded like he was just a, a trapeze artist or something, a he's magician. Like, he's like, like a different version of Dick Grayson. That's what I said, like Dick Grayson, yeah. but with like maturity. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's an older guy that... Well, <laughs> not really actual age wise he's not, age wise he, yes he's, he's an old dick right. grayson <laughs> old dick grayson uh <laughs> but he's not with the troop it's just himself that instead right. of the whole family yeah. it's just him 
Yeah, it depends who's writing him also, if he's immature or mature. To be honest, I don't know whether, whenever I see Dead Man for the first time in any series, I don't know how to take him. Seriously? Not seriously? Is he going to be funny? Is it going to be... Exactly. It's so weird. And and I think if you're dead, then you can kind of be whatever you want for the adventure. But also good on him for still wanting, like, oh, I'm dead. Instead of just doing nothing, I can try to still help the living and... Possess their bodies, well, and but he totally doesn't say that at the beginning of this book. He's like, uh-huh. I hang out in graveyards. No, he he does eventually say it because I wrote that I wrote down that he made a deal with this goddess mm-hmm. to help others and find so that he could find peace and justice. Sure, but so, then when he got his revenge, ultimately, oh, did he? Okay, well, yeah, I assumed he didn't because he's still I mean, there. But <laughs> it's kind of like he a, just hangs out. I don't remember. Okay. According to him, he did. Did he? Well, I think okay. it's like in his downtime. Like, all right, I'm still clocking out. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah. All of his time is down. <clears throat> or up, because he can float. No, he's yeah, underground. And, well, and, he can float. Well, his he can down. His possess body people, is, too. His body was underground. I'm not saying he is, though. His his spirit left his body. Sure. Yeah, one, one other. I've got two more quotes that I thought were funny. Uh, Dead Man mentions that Diana Wonder Woman died recently. And the quote was... Oh, she died recently. Sorry, I ruined that. And we hung out until she got better and left me. Story of my afterlife. <laughs> that made me laugh out loud. And then the, the other thing they keep saying is, I guess when they fall asleep, um, the character Freddy that's Coon the, the bad guy. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, the, <laughs> the night terror character. Am I allowed to say the name yeah. of the character yet? Yeah, this is from okay. last week. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, right, but yes. I knew like they didn't mention it till the very end of this issue, so it's kind of a spoiler for this issue. But spoiler. insomnia. And when at first when I read that, I wasn't sure if they just meant, oh, all these people can't sleep, or if it was actually a character. So I was a little confused, but you figured out next Which, issue. I kind of hate that name because his power is putting everyone else to sleep. So it should be the it's opposite. Not staying awake. Right. Oh, like, good point. Well, maybe because, like, it, it, I just don't get like Mr. His real name time. is Freddy. <laughs> Take a nap. His initials are Insomnia. Yeah. Take a nap. But people keep saying, no sleep till Gotham. And that made me think of the song. No, no sleep, sleep till, till Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, absolutely. I totally. <laughs> I thought that too. When when I read that. I read like, that yep. No sleep till Gotham. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And so Batman has a sense of humor based off right. that then. Because that's so, his activation to stay awake. Right. Oh, is that what? Did Batman say that? I didn't yeah. write yeah, down Batman who said too. it. Okay. He, he basically a, sent out an all alerts. Well, no, to that, all the Bat family, don't go to sleep. Well, no, the no sleep till till Gotham. That was his own like voice activated adrenaline code to keep mm-hmm. the suit to keep himself awake. No, but it it gets portrayed to the Robins and stuff like that too. So right. they're getting an activation, no sleep till Gotham. They're like, what the heck, you know? <laughs> so what's don't that? go to sleep except in Gotham. Yeah, sure. Yep. Sleep anywhere yeah, else. I never understood no sleep till Brooklyn either. So. But. It, this one I thought was going to be um, the villain. Would, I thought the main villain was going to be Doctor Destiny. I don't know. I think his one of his more prominent uh, things that's more widely known was in the Justice League cartoon. They had a an episode with him where the, the superheroes were asleep and Batman stayed al- awake and beat him and stuff like this. Um, Is that in the Unlimited or the regular Justice League? I don't remember because we just bought Unlimited. It was on sale the whole series. I think and it I was, watched it with the kids. I think it was before uh, when it was just the Justice League. 
because I don't remember. I remember your core seven Justice League members. I don't remember any of the unlimited oh. crew beyond that. But it could have been. Both I, series I were were solid. Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. Yep, agreed. So, but I thought he was going to be the one of the main uh, uh, villains in this, and turns out he's not. Yeah, I and, thought the same thing because, well, not with exactly because in a previous issue of something we got the new helmet, not Doctor Fate's helmet, but a different one, Doctor Hate. Hate helmet. It's, it's like the shape of a helmet, yeah. but a different power or whatever. I'm not sure. Peacekeeper. Oh, yeah. It was the free comic book day issue. <laughs> okay. Oh, there was something in that. I, I'm going to have to go see? back and reread that. I had forgotten crazy. all about that. We're drunk. No. Both. I didn't <clears throat> think that. I just didn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, for me, when the whole Night Terrors thing, when they I saw the advertisements for it, I was like, eh. It, 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 it reminded me of the... The Dark Knight's metal, death metal. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to be over the top. I didn't care about that. I know some people loved it because they're like, yay, it's extra, hardcore, whatever. Like, I'm, that's it's not my dark, jam. It's dark. It's gritty. That's it's... not my jam. Like, give me a good story. And those other ones were seem very superficial. Like, oh, they are what they are. This, this is I actually, think this is going to be a really good story. This is actually a compelling I think story. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And I like the different things like that are flashy and stuff like that. The selling points. Like, my pick of the week is uh, Night Terror's Joker. So, but like this, the we'll series get to that in a minute. The series is actually good so far. Like, yeah. I actually subscribed us to it because I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'll read the first issue just so I know what people are mm-hmm. talking about and this is what it's about. Like, crap, this is actually good, <laughs> <laughs> which is a good thing to have, though. I'm not a typical fan of horror. You guys know this, and and this was compelling. Yeah, yeah it's not scary, scary. It's just what horror. are you afraid of? Yeah, yeah. and horror elements like uh, it's not scary. It, it, I guess it doesn't it's scare me. Afraid. <laughs> it's what afraid they're of the afraid of. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, but it's uh, not scary. Uh, so I guess go ahead and Jared, since you okay. teased it, go yeah. ahead and do your other one. Uh, mine's Night Terrors, the Joker. This premise was uh, his nightmare would be working a nine to five boring office job. Um, starts out great. He's on the roof with two of his minions and Batman and they're about to do battle. Batman slips on the wet roof, cracks his head on the ground and slides off the roof and I dies. Serious. That is how it opens up. I'm like, they didn't do anything. Batman. He dies stumbled. like the political officer in the hunt for the red October. Are you serious? Pretty much. Yeah. And, but that was great. And, uh, so Joker doesn't know what to do with himself. So he <laughs> goes and gets a job. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, my, my toy is dead, so I guess I have to go Pretty much. the workforce. Like he tried to was be he a... the Joker or was he... No, he, he's, he's Joker. the Joker. He's the Red Hood. He's still the Joker. Joker. Okay, okay. But uh, he uh, didn't know what to do, so he tried being a pirate. It, nothing excited him. So he was basically just wanting to watch, um, sit down and watch, uh, what is it, um, The Real Housewives. That's all he wanted <laughs> to do is sit down and watch The Real Housewives. So basically, once Batman died, he went numb. Pretty much, like, yeah. I mean, we've been flirting with that for the last decade in the books. Right. I mean, not we because we're not writing this, but that's been the idea with him. Like, who who are either of them without the other? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, his direct boss, he doesn't like his direct boss, so stuff happens. Did this one come out last week or was this this week? Uh, either way, we're not doing spoilers. Yet, okay, it's, it's so I'll stop there. Um, yeah, I'll just stop there. This was fun uh just to see joker in that mundane this is not a high action book or anything like that it is more of what would joker be like in an office setting and it was i enjoyed it it don't was fun it, don't take it too seriously is what no. you're saying right <laughs> i can't wait to read it in trade 
Yeah, this is going to be pretty it, good. It's going to fit really well. Yeah. It's going to work. It's going to read really well in trades. I am curious how they're going to do trades for this whole Mike Harris thing. Because, like, okay, they're going to do, like, a Bat family of trades then? Because that would work. Like, we got the Robin one. We got Nightwing, Titans. Joker would tie in with that, that I would say. Mm -hmm. Whatever sells the worst, they're going to put with whatever sells the best. They'll put issue one with this one, and then issue two in a different volume, because they'll be awful. Yes. I genuinely don't know. DC has been notorious at doing weird trade collections mm-hmm. um but we'll see who knows uh first one on my pick of the week though is going to be x-men days of future past doomsday uh for those of you that remembered days of future past how did it start uh somebody went back in time so but why do they go back in time because like it was just all of a sudden it's the end of the world like we just got here, more or less. Like, oh, this is a we're in the future now. Uh, mutants are getting hunted by Sentinels. Uh, we have to send Kitty back, Kitty Pride back in time to, right, uh, to fix the timeline. So this is a saying. So this th- series is actually explaining how that world came to be. Okay, so they went back and saved the one center from being killed, and that's that. No more days of future past. This is the world where they didn't save him. And how the escalation went from where mutants were in the quote now to the future of where it got worse and worse and worse. So this story is telling, oh, well, then this happened, then that happened, and this escalated to that. This I'm thinking of that. Age of Apocalypse. I'm like, no, Professor X died, and that's how we got there. No, 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 that was Age of that Apocalypse. That was Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Days of Fu- or Days of Future Past. That was when they they end up going back, saving Senator Kelly. I want to say mm-hmm, from being mm-hmm. assassinated. Which actually also ties into Apocalypse, because that was one of the, the key humans that they were trying to save then, too. Right. Or, so, so yeah. this one, they... Well, I mean, keep looking through no, it. doesn't matter. I flipped through. Um, I don't know if you looked through it all. I haven't, yeah. Uh, this is saying, okay, well, but this is the what if that happened if they never saved... If they never saved the senator. So it has, you know... Oh well, who are being hunted? We have you know these kids and that stuff that you never saw before because they were already dead in mm-hmm. the days of future past future. So, was I just have one real quick question? Was Cyclops um, in that same predicament in the original? It's so it's been a long time since I read Days of Future. I past. might have to reread. Most of them were dead. Yeah, most because we had that had that iconic cover of Wolverine and Kitty on the with the backdrop of all like wanted dead, 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 dead. Okay, because I just saw like I just opened it up and saw okay here's this they have the character names and profiles right above their pictures right and I saw Scott Summers but I didn't see a character with goggles on. So I was uh, like, oh, what's going on? That. So that um, was that was the, the further on. Then it goes back to, okay, this is how we got here. Right. So that's the majority of the story is how do we get here? So right. it shows, Can we say what ailed Scott there? Um, it's the end of the book. So. Okay, no. No. <laughs> uh, but say that one just threw me off. I'm like, whoa. The way they hard did right it, though, the like, this is the, quote, death of that universe. So, like, and I. It, it's weird because, like, ah, it's a different timeline. I don't really care. And it's a story that took place 30, 40 years ago now. Probably closer to 30 years ago now. But there definitely were not the crossovers that are happening here. Right. So, But this is so giving, this is laying the backdrop. Kind of like when they did the Maestro series this past few years. Like, oh, how did the Maestro become, how did Hulk turn into Maestro? This is, how did the Marvel Universe turn into the Days of Future Past Universe? And 
I mean, the stakes are low as long as certain characters that were in Days of Future Past survive. The rest of them doesn't really matter. Like, okay, how does this person die? How do, how do we get to this point of, holy crap, everything is awful? And I, I think it does a very good job of, like, oh, I feel I feel that loss. Oh, that one. Oh, like, you couldn't do the main universe, obviously. Yeah. But in this world that doesn't matter or anything, like, you can actually tell that story in a compelling way that, oh, well, that... That is gruesome, and but that but it works. So, I don't think they could have told this then. I don't think so either, because of the amount of maturity and the graphic of the death of well, what's going on. Even the first death, right there, it's like, hmm, it makes sense, especially how they kill. Oh yeah, yeah how they kill him. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, we couldn't have had that. What eighty nine? I mean, that was I thirty just years ago. Eighty one. So that's oh, 40, 40 oh, wow. years ago. Yeah. Hey, I was right between the 30 and 40. Yeah. It, was, it was over 40 years ago. Uh, we definitely could not have had that. Now, they could have had them die still. Sure, but, but definitely. But the way they did. So you felt the impact of like, oh, this is a serious threat. Correct. It's not like, oh, you died in your sleep. No, no. You are dead, dead. Well, and 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 I think one of those things that I think most comic books have, have, have most publishers have done is they've taken cues from some of those independents like no we can be a little gory yeah and in that instance i mean yeah <laughs> i mean i mean it's and it's only rated teen plus it's not really mature but that's i mean that's about as mature as marvel's gonna get because you don't see the full viscera of everything sure but you still get the impact like oh Just this is flat as it were uh but to me i like it because yeah it shows <clears throat> If someone hadn't read Days of Futures Past, and so now they can read this leading up to like, oh, now I get the stakes of like why that was so important for them to say we need to go back in time and screw the timeline to fix this. Did we need to though? We didn't need to, but because I mean we already saw the outcomes, right? You know, everybody's being hunted. Only a few are alive. I mean, it's the same thing with the Maestro series. We didn't need to see how Hulk became Maestro. We just accepted it and moved on. This is okay. Enough time has passed. We can do that now. We can actually show that because. Why not? If we don't want to, if we want to tell an original story, but we can't ruin canon of everything else, well, this is how we can do that. Is but it, in the last five years, has that mattered? Uh, how many things have been retconned? I, just with, earlier, with, we talked about Wanda, and, but they and, have certain approvals though. Versus this, this is really here are toys, play with them however you want, as long as you get to this end game, and they're doing that. So I, that's what I'm taking it as. Sure. So yeah, but anyway, that is. I've just seen a couple of those. Where they don't end correctly. They, they, there's something about it throughout. You've been hurt by Star Wars too much, <laughs> is what you're saying. But Maybe. I'm saying it. <laughs> Maybe. Because they, they do that all the time. Like, uh, continuity canon isn't great with Star Wars. And, and I'm okay with, with the one-time reset. But, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, X-Men Days of Future Past, Doomsday. I was like, this is a cheap money grab. This isn't like, oh, this is because it's a miniseries too. It helps. It's only a five issue miniseries. What I didn't like. It was the cheap money grab. The that art was not. The art is not great, but they're trying to lean into the times. Also, like okay, we're trying to do modern, but also it take place in eighty one. So like there is that fine line between the two. And I think because it's not main continuity, they don't need to have the best artists in the world either. Like, okay, here, kid, here, kid, prove yourself, sort of thing. Like, play I, I with guess. this and get get your. Get but we've your seen that chops. kind before. Yeah. What was that, Claremont? Yeah, it was Claremont. Was the original was Chris mm-hmm. Claremont? Yes. But 
But yeah. X-Men, Days of Future cents. Past, Doomsday, number one. Uh, better than I expected it to be. Okay. Laura. Because wow. you already did yours, right? Or do you have any else on your list? Uh, Dark Ages, the Gargoyles book, but I know that's pretty niche for me. It's a new number like one for Gargoyles. It's a new number one for Gargoyles. You could like it. I think they're struggling with their other with their ongoing, so, so they're going to the past. Here's another number one. Oh, yeah, I thought that there was only one uh, Gargoyles. There is. This one takes place before they're turned to stone and arrive in New York. So it takes place before the TV series Mm -hmm. even takes place. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that, again, they can play, they can do whatever they want in that time. I know it kind of loses an aspect like, okay, well, how much medieval things can you do? Right. Exactly. You're the big bad, ultimately, against regular humans. It's a mini series, I think. Is it? So obviously it's going to end at Castle Wyvern at some point. Right. How they get there, it's... But they have pretty covers. They do have pretty covers. <laughs> and I'm did, a sucker. Did I hear right? 70 pretty covers? For the first three issues. Yeah. Oh, across three issues. Okay, okay. that's a little better. Uh, yeah. I was thinking like Spider-Man, was it 700 had like 50 covers? Yeah. And Mark was like, are you sure you want all of them? And I was like, yes. That's, Why are you asking? That's 23 <laughs> covers per issue. Yeah, for you, yeah. I I think that 700 was like... 40 of the same issue, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've done... There was one recently... Well, well, shoot, Batman Spawn. That went through the whole oh, alphabet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then started doing, like, A-A, A-B, A-C. Like, it... A-Ron. Yeah, they started spelling words with as many letters. They had different <laughs> variant covers. Rar. Uh, yeah. It, it, it was... It was a lot, but if people will pay for it, then they'll make it. So that's true. I am the problem. Yeah. If you draw it, they will buy. Uh, Laura, what is your other pick of the week? Hmm. Decisions, decisions. I think it'd probably be best to mention. Well, I don't know. Fallen friend, did you want to? Nope. You go ahead. Focus on that. that, Okay, you can hop in. That is my pick of the week of what we have in the store. So. Okay. But go ahead, and I have another book here in front of me. So. Okay. Fallen Friend, The Death of Ms. Marvel um, by Wilson, Wade, Ahmed, Mazawa, Ramos, and DeVito. Um, I, Danny? I don't think so. No. I, I think that he's got an E. This is two I's. D-I-V-I-T-O. Um, but yeah, uh, I kind of like this best because I didn't read a whole lot and it it was just poignant like uh I I'm not sure how many people realize that Ms Marvel died in Spider-Man issues like 4 well, weeks ago uh, You're talking about Kamala Khan, right? Kamala yeah. Khan. Oh, I'm sorry. Ms. Marvel, well, ASM yeah. 26 I want to say. Uh, I think it was yeah. 26. They were 25 or 26 is when she died. Yeah, she was protecting Mary Jane and It was uh, dumb. Yeah, pretended to, like, I guess I shouldn't say pretend, like, she shape-shifted. shapeshifted to look like Mary Jane so that when the character whose name I forget, it's like Rahim or Beam or something. The villain. Yeah, the villain. Villain X uh, attacked her, killed killed Kamala instead of Mary Jane. So Spider-Man's like, oh my gosh, Mary Jane, and then realizes, oh. And then he's like, oh my gosh, Kamala. Oh. Yeah. But it was kind of unwarranted. It's okay, because my love interest is still alive. A little bit, yeah. But, like, what upset me most back in the day, I guess we already said this, was that Kamala had barely been shown in the main Spider-Man issues. She was in some, like, offshoot She was in, like, friendly neighborhood or just playing, 
No, she wasn't even playing Spider-Man. I think it was yeah. just like Friendly Neighborhood. I think it was like Red Goblin or Gold yeah. Goblin or it was some some side issues where she was um, an intern at Norman Osborn's corporation. And that's how Peter knew her, but he only barely knew her. But then in Amazing Spider-Man, he has to pretend like, oh, you were my best friend and I lost you and I, do- I didn't It was my responsibility. You. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So that was sad. It was dumb. But I was I was glad that they made Isn't this. Isn't her return already? It should be, yeah. For, for this fall, yeah. Solicited. Yeah, because. Yeah, I don't know if it's it, solicited yet, but it's definitely been announced like, oh yeah, she's coming back this fall. Yeah, it makes me sad that she didn't even have a current running series. Like, she's out right. of time, kind yeah. of. She has like, no current series going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's dead, so that helps with that. Yeah. But also, well, before she died, yeah, she didn't even have. A she did not have it, but, her own series. She has it for about a year now, I think. Uh, that's why they. That's why they killed her in Spider Man, because she, she didn't have a series going on. And Spy- Amazing Spider Man is Marvel's best selling property. So to get the most eyes on the that death, then mm-hmm. oh, and here she is working for you. And if you want to hear my complaint about, listen to previous episodes because we go in thorough detail on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they they made this one shot to address it more since there's no other place to plug mm-hmm. it in that really fits. But it, I am glad they addressed it because she. To me, she is an important character. I like Ms. Marvel. She's my current version of Spider-Girl. Like, I think that girls who were my age when I discovered Spider-Girl who are discovering Ms. Marvel now are probably having the same experience. And I think that's good for young female readers to have someone to look at and be like, oh, that's that's I, me. I can relate to yeah. this problem, that problem, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I love the... The cultural shift she gives of being a Muslim and how they they put little asterisks a lot of times in the story that say, like, they, they use a, a new term. Like, in this issue, they have a katim, which is how you honor the dead in the Muslim culture. You have a full recitation of the Quran as a gift to them. Which- and so all your friends and family and anyone who thinks that they knew you even a little bit, that's how they commemorate you which i never heard of that before but i'm yeah. not familiar with that culture it's like oh yeah. i learned something yeah that's that's what i love about this i think everyone can benefit from learning a little bit about other cultures like just a little taste here and there and it's not in your face like it's not focusing solely on that but it's just enough to make you curious and like even i looked it up i was like as far as i know like the quran is like their bible or whatever and so i was i was like how long would that take? Because I've been trying to read the Bible for like my entire life and I still haven't gotten anywhere. So I was like, how many hours should it take? And I loved how when I Googled this, it had different versions. It's like, well, are you fluent in Arabic? Well, then it might take you about 20 hours. Do you, are you struggling? Well, about 200 hours. And that's like, do you need to translate all of it? It's like, it's going to take you a few months. And I was like, oh my gosh, this well, is this is interesting to me. And what I liked in this book too, it had... Kamala's friends and yeah. Ms. Marvel's friends yeah. show up. And at one point, the uh, rabbi, I guess, or... Uh, Essentially, but that's not The religious name. leader um, of the of the organization. Sheik. Well, the Sheik, thank you. Sorry. Uh, it was like, oh, if you don't speak Arabic and you still want to you know, participate, here's this, and it's spelled out phonetically. So you may yeah. not know what you're saying, but at least you can say it in the right way. Like, oh, well, I'll just... I'm speaking gibberish that I don't know what I'm saying, but it means something to you, and I'm contributing, so I'm taking part of this 
that sort yeah. of thing. And like one point, Tony, you see Tony Stark's point of view where he has automatic like language translator. So you see the different like translations on through his heads up display. Like, oh, this is what this is what's saying. This is what that's saying. Like, yeah. That was kind of cool to see that. I forget. Wasn't he able to like hook it up to certain people too? Like he could help other people in the he, room. He understand? like Bluetooth to you guys. Like here, this is yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that it showed over certain people's heads. So I got the impression that he was connected to certain the speech bubbles were actually real right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like that was a cool thing where it had like oh well he would have a, an automatic translator thing because he travels the world in theory so why not have all the languages and like oh now he he knows what's going on and it's still funny uh when so they go into the mosque everyone takes their shoes off so he you see like shoes shoes iron man boots yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> he's in full armor except for his boots like that's just weird like just just goes tony man like at that point just goes tony stark yeah yeah he could have yeah, and i loved how people came in and they're like am i late is, am i too late is this dishonorable and they're like no it's fine come in and um some people are like where should i sit like cuz i think in their normal um uh, services yeah services they have to separate the men from the women the men are in the so, front half the women are in the back half yeah the the younger girls were like where should we sit and the the sheik said no in this case sit anywhere be comfortable yeah yeah it was it was nice and especially had all all of marvel basically showed up like and because you know everyone lives in new york city and it's not that big yeah. of a city it may be a big city but it's not that big for you know when you're 40, a superhero, when you, you can, can swing around yeah. or fly around, right? Yeah. Two two other things. Um, I got a kick out of Amadeus Cho was there, and he was being like a douchebag to his. I, I feel is he and Viv are they a couple or have uh, they been together? I or think something? they're just hooking up. Okay. Well, he somebody called him Deuce, and I heard like you're being a Deuce. Yeah. Like stop <laughs> being a Deuce. You hey, you a deuce. piece of Deuce. Yeah. yeah. So I I got a kick out of that. And I loved um, Captain Marvel, or is that her name now? Carol yeah. Danvers, yeah. I should Captain guess I say. Um, she came in and gave a really good quote, I thought. It's going to be okay. Not soon. Not enough. But bit by bit, if we take care of each other. Sorry, I can't believe I'm tearing up over this <laughs> it's, it's, it's Carol Danvers' quote, too. Yeah. But there will come a day when things are okay again. And I thought that was really sweet. And I really liked this issue. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> I get the end where it said, like, each has different chapters throughout the book. Like, oh, this oh, is yeah. the beginning, whatever. Then it, it ends with a QR code. The book ends, and like, oh, it's like, the end. Next page, QR code. It's like, for now. Like, it even says, like, uh, just for now. Like, we'll bring it back soon. Yep. So, that's a nice little, little added thing. Like, it prints it as the end. I wonder... Because it redirects the Marvel's website. Like, I was going to say, where does the QR code go to? To a Marvel website. To marvel.com slash whatever, something, something. Uh, like, well, that's cool now. Uh, five, ten years from now. And we're sorry, that page cannot be found. Yep, 404. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, when we did Secret Invasion, uh, there was one of the websites like, oh, go to... Embrace change. Embrace Yeah, I forgot about that. And then if you actually go to the website, then it's like, oh, uh, page, page not found. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. You have a Secret Invasion show going on right now. At least direct to that. Yeah. Like, what I did a like, failed opportunity. It costs too much. Uh, yes. It wasn't in the budget. Yeah. <laughs> I did like what they did with the uh, Dark Rain stuff, uh, except change. Yeah. After that. 
Because they went from embrace to accept. Mm-hmm. So One's a choice. One is not a choice. <laughs> it is what it is, man. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, Fallen Friend. It was good. It was a good one shot. That was better than the way they killed her off. <laughs> yeah. So, it actually made sense versus the way they killed her off. Yeah. Uh, Jared, what is your other pick of the week? I'm going to go with Night Terrors, Robin. There's been some good ones this week. There's World Finest. Yes. Uh, Teen Titans was good. Uh, Star Wars was good. So uh, a couple of them. But uh, Night Terrors, Robin stood out to me. It was a dual, uh, dual Robins, Jason Todd and Tim Drake. Um, they get both sucked into their own little dream world. Well, they get sucked into a dream world together. Then they separate in the dream world. Uh, D- Tim Drake is kind of reliving his uh, uh, father's death. And with Captain Boomerang in um, Identity Crisis. And then Jason Todd is basically having a whole bunch of Red Hood characters. That was the Joker's Red Hood with crowbars attacking him. So that was pretty good. I'd like to see where they're going from there with those two. But uh, that one stood out to me. I enjoyed that one. They kind of got the short of the stick. Like, everyone had, all right, here's your book. Here's your book. Oh, you guys together, you get half each. Well, if you're going to have a Night Terror's Robin, they're like, which one? I mean, you know, they could have a Red, bunch of them. But Red Hood isn't running around as Robin. At that point, yeah. it should have been Tim it and been Damien. Tim. I would have Tim done... Tim and Damien, uh, they're both running around no, as Robin. I wouldn't have even done that. Then I would have done Damien separately as, like, um, Son of the Demon, or uh, Grandson of the Demon, or something like that. Which, I mean, they are... Did, did you read the Batman one? Yes, Because the Batman was split yes. with Batman and Damien. So. Right. Damien was... Yeah, but at least that's just a, son. That was like a... Um, Robin's Batman. A tangent of story that. of that was only like five pages long was yeah. the Robin oh, arc okay. in that. So it was mainly Bruce Wayne with the side story of Robin. In defense mm-hmm. of that, that might be four issues they might be doing that. Because I think Batman is bi-monthly. Could be. So that could be the explanation. Like, well, at least we're doing right. four. I think. I, yep. could be, I could be mistaken on that one. I'm not positive. So, but they went in together. So I think they're going to merge back together again. So I think it's the story they're telling is going to be good. So Night Terror's Robin. Cool. Yeah. Uh, tangent off that. I loved how they mentioned specifically... Batman had me study everything about Dr. Destiny so I would recognize why I was trapped in a dreamscape. Yeah. And Jason's like, how far up Batman's butt are you? <laughs> like, you had to do this training and your homework and, like, he, he Jason's just making fun of him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what Jason Todd does. He makes fun yeah. of all the Robins. Right. I guess I'm not used to that, but I can't, got a kick out of it. Yeah. Uh, my other pick of the week is Antarctica number one by Top Cow Comics. Uh, it's about a girl that, you know, regular neighborhood girl and her dad would visit, like go off and like do, it's like this, it's like a sailing job. Like, oh, you disappear for a few months, you come back, then like it jumps through the different times. Like, oh, as I get older, you know, he'd still, he'll always disappear, but he'd always come back because that's what his job would take him away. So this is a story about a girl? Yes. Who cried around? And it's also about cows. <laughs> Gotta watch uh, cows. And at one point, obviously, it, as to be expected with most cow books, he doesn't return. At some point, he just stops coming back. Like, okay, what's going no. on? I know it's a. <laughs> oh, I'm getting foreshadowing. Well, to he won the lottery because he went to go get scratch offs, <laughs> and he hasn't been back in seven years. Or what is it? Went to get milk and cigarettes? No, and then, he went to get scratch offs. That's Iron Man. Oh. I know the like the Simpsons with Nelson, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. my dad went to go get a pack of cigarettes. He'll come back. He'll come back. The Flash went for, was it beans or green beans or something? Uh, a can of tomatoes. Well, he came back. He just got arrested shortly right. after. Oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
Yeah. So that's issue. That's page two where the dad doesn't return. So her life goes to crap really fast. At least they, they seem to be skipping a lot of time. Like, oh, and her life went to crap and, you know, alcoholic, living on the street. Then a friend gave her a second chance and, like, reinvigorated her passion to do anything other than drink herself to death. And she becomes an expert so she can find her dad that he disappeared on the job in the Antarctica, in, in the Antarctic, Antarctica, hence the name of the book. She gets to become an engineer. She goes like, all right, this has been my life goal. I, she always studied harder than everybody else. Cause she had the motivation to try to find her dad. And she finally goes down there and it's a sci-fi book. <laughs> so I don't want to give away like, no, don't there, give anything away. There's I a twist at the end. Um, yeah, it, it was, uh, for the issue one, I was like this seems it was kind of plain to begin with, but uh, I see where you're, you're going to go to, to something. Build with this. the character, yeah, and I think they did a good job with that. Oh, I think I heard about that. That's the one where they find Captain America in, in the ice, right? Uh, no, they find Bucky's arm from oh. the rocket that exploded. Ah, okay. Um, then they clone him. I have so many inappropriate jokes <laughs> that I'm just going to skip that and say Antarctica number what one. What was it the stormtrooper said again? These aren't the droids you're looking no, for. That, no, the, Move along. <laughs> <laughs> the droids is what Obi-Wan said. Oh. Or what did the stormtrooper say? Move, Move along. along. No, you were right. I was saying she was mistaken. Uh, Ouch. I'm right here. Hey, I got it wrong first, too. So. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so those are our picks of the week, or the last two weeks. Uh, we're only an hour and a half into this episode. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next section, which is book club, which is... Battle Chasers! Spoilerful. And if you don't want Battle Chasers spoilers, you want to get ready for the next episode, what are we reading next time, Jared? Something Nightwing. Nightwing. Uh, the it's the time. first trade paperback of the Tom Taylor series, Giant Leap. Uh, nope. Leaping into the light. Leaping into the light. There we Jeez, go. Man. I knew something was leaping. The volume one of yeah. the current run by. Is that the Tom one Taylor. where he moves to Bloodhaven and decides to make it better, and then he doesn't change the name of the city? Yeah. From Bloodhaven to anything else. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I think I read a couple of those. Just checking. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's the one. Okay. What legalities uh, do you have to have to change the name of a city? Money. You just if say, we've learned nothing I'm start from the world, this is money. Charlesville or something. I mean, Dickville. Dickville. After me, I'm <laughs> yeah. now the mayor of Nightwingville. Uh, Crydersville a few years ago was Snydersville for a day when I D. Snyder when D. Snyder really? came to town. Yeah, D. Snyder oh. came to town. It's been a few years ago. It was for like he does different charity bike run, bike runs. It was a it was they did it for one day. And they turned it to Snydersville because. Hmm. Because he has his radio show sure, sure, uh, sure. once a week, and a caller from Crydersville called in, like, "Oh, I'm from Crydersville." He's like, "Crydersville? That's like Snydersville." Like, and they yeah, <laughs> actually worked it out into they had like a parade or whatever, and Welcome it was like a, a biker show sort of thing. Yeah, but, I think it depends how famous you are and how small your city is. There you go. There's there's a ratio. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It's just for one day too. So. Jafar yeah. was right. Whoever has the gold makes the rules. It's like mm-hmm. the key to the city. Those they're, they're ceremonial. They don't yeah. do anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they don't open all the doors. Battle right? chasers, but battle chasers. Uh-huh. Yes, Adrian, why did you make us read battle chasers? Because it was one of those books. <coughs> I thought you were say because oh, it's I wanted good to. Good for you. Yeah, it builds character. So, <laughs> issue ten came out back in June, early June, and uh, looking back, I'm like, why is it an issue ten? And I had to remember why it was an issue ten, because issue one came out in 1998, and for whatever reason. 
the story just like Doomsday Clock took forever to come out. <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess we never did look up why did that happen. Scheduling. I was just... Is <laughs> really the, that's a really bad scheduling. <laughs> he broke his hand and then he broke okay. his pencil and then... The hand seems worse than the, the pencil. The desk fell apart and then there okay. was a fire. I don't know. Um, okay. Procrastination. <laughs> COVID. Tangents I'm sure, like us. Somewhere. But anyway. He had COVID-14. Anyway, they took forever to come out with more, and here we are. And and here we are. Uh, we started at the bottom, and now we're here. Um, yeah, so issue 10 came out, and I had to remember where this came from. And it, it's, it was just nine issues, and it kind of changed hands a couple times. Uh, but it seemed like a pretty solid, classic, dungeon-crawling story. There's a kid, there's a wizard, there's a robot, there's a, a warrior, there's a thief, there's... Werewolves. Werewolves and assets on the thief, and... The Infinity yeah. Gauntlets. And the Infinity Gauntlets. Two of them. Yeah. With only one stone each. Uh, and everybody wants them. And that's the story, like... Who's my brother? Who's my dad? Who are you? And it's a very dysfunctional family epic to yeah. a degree, but you don't know whose family is who's there for. Well, I mean, in general, just the ones you don't realize are family until later on. There's hints at it, but mm-hmm. it gets uh, there. there were a couple times when I remembered. Uh, I, I I thought of the uh, the Iron Giant. With, with what's-his-face on the shoulder. Oh, yeah. With uh, the kid on Vin Diesel's shoulder. Now that yep. you say that, I can I yep. can definitely right. picture that with this book. Uh, the, the mech's name is Calabretto, and it, mm-hmm. it's defending Gully, the little girl who's trying to find the gauntlets and find her dad and find out who Aaron's. her brother is and everything like that. And it just Yeah, is... she didn't realize she had a brother till he showed up. Right. So it right. wasn't like she was searching for the brother. The brother found her and was like, hey, guess what? Her dad's one of the werewolves. Right. Right. Oh, was he? I yeah, that's chasing her. Yeah. Huh. I missed that part. It was a solid story. So I'm really hoping that issue 10, which we talked about earlier, like maybe they shouldn't have started with issue 10 because nobody knows about issue 10, you know? Yeah, and that is a shame. Maybe well, you said like issue one, the continuing or yeah, something. Yeah, they should have, they should have like renamed sub- it subtitled issues. or something. Or previously, yeah, I'm like, hey, if you don't know what's going on, here's this mm-hmm. or something to identify this existed before. We're not just randomly starting at number 10. Right. Chapter the two. QR code with Scott mm-hmm. Summers' voice from 1990s X-Men previously on Pile Chasers. Something. I don't think you need necessarily his voice, but <laughs> It can't someone's. be anybody else's. It's, wait, it's the 90s. Yeah, well, I like Spider-Man. Like Morgan Freeman at that point. Christopher Daniel Barnes. Anyway. Yeah, uh, moving on. Because it's a long, we've gone long with the episode so far. What? Let's no. just do very broad strokes. What we thought we of everything do. with this. Well, don't really try to go with the plot, but the plot's kind of all over. And it, but it, is. it works, though. Like, it is very tangential, and, and yet it it always relates to itself. Like, why is yeah. the thief doing that thing? Well, here's why. Well, why is the wizard kind of all alone? Well, here's why. And it actually kind of works. And why? How do the thief and the warrior know themselves? Oh, that's why. <laughs> Back history. But they yeah. also kind of go, it, it almost, some of the focal points of the stories were the gloves. Yes. Everyone's after the gloves. Mm-hmm. Why? And so forth. But uh, The one glove to rule them all. They, it's, for some of my, I know. some of my thoughts of it were, the, the, the uh, is it Gully? Is yes. that her name? Yes, the, yeah. the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she's chosen to have the gloves. 
Her brother is not. Mm -hmm. So when he actually catches her and puts the gloves on, what happens to him? His arms just basically get disintegrated inside the gloves. He becomes, what's his face from the X-Men? North Star. He lost his hands. Okay, I was going to say, I don't don't know what happened to him. (laughs) Fallen reference. So there was a lot of good stuff in here. Um, I'm interested in in checking out the future of this uh, series. I, I enjoyed this. I haven't finished the whole thing yet, I'll be honest, but I'm going to, and it's. Been, I think it's been a fun ride. Yeah, as I read it on Hoopla, it, it's a little different than if you have the issues themselves. I'm sure everybody realizes that. Which, a little backstory, I really wish we could actually get the graphic novel in store. Unfortunately, we can't right now. Like mm-hmm. That's why we don't have this, because otherwise Mark would have gotten the volume like, oh, oh yeah, here's this, should, totally. right next to that, but we can't yet. So yeah, right. that's why, like, oh, this kind of sucks. Is it not, did they not, like, reprint at It's an anthology, and it's got a really weird backstory. Like, there's even a video game that's supposed to take place as an issue 10. Oh, almost. really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. I'm totally going to buy it. Uh, it looks really pretty. <laughs> I'll check it out. I, I, it's, it was for the PS4. And oh, so it's it's a recent it's game. Recent. Okay, it's yeah. not like a Sega Genesis. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, uh, it's not an N64 game. But it was actually well, Kickstarter. Before that. <laughs> Sega Genesis came out before N64. <laughs> the, the, the video game was actually Kickstarted. Huh? And it was supposed to kind of fill in some of the, the holes of the storyline. Since it completely stopped. Since it completely stopped. <laughs> and it took 20 years. Yeah. Yep. So. But yeah, I when I came across it, I, I liked the the art and the story until like it's it seemed like it kind of hit a wall. And when I read the on Hoopla, when you get to the end of the issue, it shows you like the back panel of the book, mm, like the mm-hmm. back page, the back cover, I should say. Um, and then it described, it's like, oh, this is the story, and then an issue that kind of was before everything to give you the the backstory of all the characters. And, and I think, yeah, when I was reading along, all of a sudden I hit this prequel stuff, and I didn't yes. have any transition like, to it. I thought yeah. the same thing. It's just like, yeah. what is going, what? The, yeah. Why is Monica stealing this knife we were, from I these people? We yeah, exactly. Different characters for a minute. Yeah, because yeah, they were just, drawn a little yeah. different, too, to it's like, oh, just they're demonstrate the younger that. versions type it, thing. It could have been solved by something as simple as like, yeah, one 10 years page. ago or right. something like yeah. that. Like, oh, there's if, a little identifier that this takes place before that. Right. And yeah, if there even, was, I missed that. Even the cover of the issue. Like, I, sometimes I wish, even in an, any anthology, that they had the cover and then go on to the issue. So you know when the issues happen. And some books do that. Yeah. And some, so I really yeah. appreciate when they do that because it's like, oh, we are, I'm supposed yeah. to change gears segment, here. Segment, segment, well, And this one did not. And you can yeah. just take that natural break. Like, hey, I only have time to read one issue. Okay, this is the actual end. I'm good. Versus like, oh, it just keeps going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And that's just a weird format to read it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another, like, a little bit of a side tangent. When I read issue 10, I know that's technically not part of Battle Chasers that we're talking about, but I thought it was interesting, and obviously it was going to happen. The art changed a mm-hmm. decent amount. Like, Red Monica was very changed, I felt, in issue 10. And I was almost disappointed, but I was almost relieved, too, because I felt like she was very, like over sexualized in the first issues but i could like for the time it was it made sense 98 like, yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely how they would draw a character like her it's in that classic, time period classic image comics art yeah. style yeah well, and she was image. consistent and looked looked the same 
But then in this new issue, they tried to revamp her a little bit, and I felt like they missed the mark a little bit. So I was a little disappointed in that, but it was okay. Yeah, it reminded me art wise of like classic Savage Dragon, Spawn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah, and their the identified image comic big. stuff. Like, but even some of the X Men, uh, there was a, that's something I, I know I've mentioned on the show before that a lot of the nineties artwork was draw a naked body, then put spandex on it. Yeah, and that's your superhero. And that was really exactly what was happening in Battle Chasers. Yeah, draw a weird. Pro- weird portion naked body too. Yes, like right the, like way too many muscles way, like huge like for men like hugely ripped like gigantic yeah. v chest like that's not everyone looks like arnold schwarzenegger your like arm wouldn't be able to bend with right. that many muscles you cannot scratch any part of your back with that because you can't move past like no so and ladies he would just fall forward and who was it that was always terrible at drawing like feet uh i remember there was one artist like oh they always did like Waist oh, up there's like six toes, or, right? Like in the weird, like super elongated feet. If you try, like he's like, I can't draw. I just don't have portions. I can't do that. Uh, I want to say it was around. It works for Beast though. Yeah, <laughs> or Hank. You know that would be fine. Yep. I want to so, say might have been McFarlane or is one of those big artists at the time. Like, oh, they they can't they can't do that. It might it might have been Ramita Senior even at that point. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I remember there was one artist right. that people are always like, oh, that person. It was whoever did the Marvel, uh, not Ultimate stuff, but the Heroes Reborn, that world. Oh, Lord, yes. It was that artist. Yes. Whereas, okay. like, they can only draw, like, I need to know. waist up because, like, they can't draw other portions really, like, good at all. So, like, oh, here's just this part, that part, and, oh, there's random scenery blocking. Like, just don't worry about that because they can't draw that. Yeah, I've done that fun. before. Like, I'm terrible with hands because fingers are delicate. So if I draw somebody, I try to hide a hand. <laughs> Is it Ho? Sunny Ho? I don't know. Mm. I, I don't, don't know. know Ho. But, uh, <clears throat> Alan, uh, what did you think of this? It was a book. He couldn't even <laughs> make it. <through. laughs> he couldn't survive. Uh, I, 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 this I, book I, wasn't for you. I did not get through all of it. Um, not for lack of trying. Uh, I did try, but my motivation was low. I was like... I didn't get hooked on any of the story. The you only never st- like the books I pick. Oh, we'll pick better books. That uh, the only story I, I did enjoy the main story about the daughter and you know her her master Roshi friend that was with them, and then <laughs> and then the Iron Giant like the that trio. I enjoyed them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Nolan is the wizard's yes. name. Sure, uh, his master Roshi. Like, yeah, it was totally. a direct oh, rip totally. off of Master Roshi Mr. from Dragon Ball. It was no. Maybe yeah. Master Roshi came out after this. No, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball. I tried early nineties. Regular Dragon Ball was eighties. I'm pretty sure in Japan. So overall, this book wasn't okay, for Google. you. Uh, yeah. It, admittedly, I don't like a lot of fantasy stories. Um, however, like Die, you picked that one. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one significantly more than this one because that's mm-hmm. a story that was telling from point A to point B. It worked really well. Like it had a bunch of characters. But the story was coherent versus this was like, oh, here's two pages of this story. Oh, now I knew the characters that at this point haven't interacted. Like they kept sure. jumping around a whole lot. It's like, just tell me something. Like at least Lord of the Rings, yes, they all had separate stories, but they started together. Then they mm-hmm. branched out versus mm-hmm. this. We're branching out and then we're going to connect them eventually. I hope. I think we mentioned it earlier before the podcast is that there was even a like a couple issues, which there were only nine. So a couple is a lot where it was very dialogue heavy. and yes. like. Where are you? What are you doing here? And that was definitely one issue I had with this. Uh, 
because admittedly nine, I, I was reading on my issues. I was reading on my phone and like I do panel by panel. Oh sure. And even then I was like, okay, what? There's like five. What did they just five say? speech boxes? Like you guys are telling a lot of stuff in here that. Why are you doing it this way? They mm-hmm. could have cut that dialogue in half. They could have cut it. Perfect. Or, but remember, it is in the nineties, yeah, late nineties. So there was this desire, I think, to be much more epic, much more dialogue heavy, rather than to the bat pole. It reminds you know, right. something like that. It right. reminded me of Dune, where okay, we're just going with this mm-hmm. epic story, mm-hmm. and we're going to be a thick dialogue of everything. Like okay, but. Cut to the chase, like mm-hmm. right. move the ball along, right. guys. Like it was the evolution of comics, and then they kind of straightened that back out to have a dialogue heavy yet story arc. And it, how many it was times dumbed down and condensed into a dialogue heavy story arcs from there? And how many times have we complained about the nineties and finding new footholds? Oh, for, but in, at in the, the time, audience, right? coming from the sixties through the eighties mm-hmm. comics, where it was very blatant dialogue the, and the follow the comic code authority to, and everything right. and it came out as you know everyone's just like oh my gosh this is amazing sure and well, now we were, looking back 20 years later it's gosh this was dialogue heavy this mm-hmm. is too much right you well and, and we were still from the in from the 80s we were we were getting these still two-dimensional characters right so i think we wanted more depth to right and these were, characters we wanted trying. to find the the holistic part of everybody. Mm-hmm. And, then we've, and we're dealing with, what, five characters on the same team? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So and, it's, and the comic book industry just crashed also. Well, that yeah. too. So there is that taking place. Like, okay, well, that wasn't working. How can we be different from that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll try this also. Mm-hmm. And it stuck with some people. Yeah. Uh, it just for me, I was like, it felt like work. I did not get joy out of reading this. It was like, Okay, I'm reading this because I have to, not because I want to. There is something to be said, though, that it's a book that came out, started to come out in 1998. It's 2023 today, and we got issue 10. So there is something to be said about that. There, it it I agree, must have resonated the, with enough people to say, let's go. Let's not let it die. Enough people and the creators right. said, I care enough about this to continue this. See, I'm of the person like, enough to say, like, okay, let it rest. Like, it's not going anywhere, too, sure, at that point. Sure. Like, if I would have never read this if, for this podcast, I would have been just fine with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There would have been no point of bringing this back. But myself, I did not finish it, and I feel no desire to finish mm-hmm. it. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll I'll move on to the next one because I would have other – to be fair, though, I read more than your average reader, too, because I try to read one of everything that comes in the store, so I get burnt out. I get a lot pickier on things with that standpoint. You're like, okay, I get what we're going for. I'm good. Versus, oh, I get what you're going for, but I like it, and I'll keep reading. It just didn't reach that bar for mm-hmm. myself. To be honest, though, even Spawn was pretty dialogue heavy. I've forgotten that it was until we read it recently, in yeah. the first volume of the origin stuff, and it was we got the newscasters, mm-hmm. we we got the different uh, Satan characters, right. and I think and, all of us said they were skipping through some mm-hmm. of the newscasts and stuff yeah. like that. And like, it, give me the action. Yeah. Give me the action. I get your world building, but also That's I know what so you're much. I know what you're saying. Right, mm-hmm. you're just. You're fluffing it up. It is what it is. is. And we all did it in college. I have a word count of 1,000, and I can only come up with 500. Never using contractions. Or no, you can't use the same sentence as them. He was born on September 1st. Therefore, he was born after. Right. (laughs) September 1st is when he was born. Right, yeah. Come on. Talking in circles to get that stretch. But, yeah. That was my take on it. Uh, But you guys 
we're allowed to have different opinions on it. So with that being said, one to five, one being awful, five being great. Jared, of what you've read so far. Of what I've read so far, I'm going to go a solid four. I've enjoyed it. Um, I do have to finish it, uh, but I do want to go back and kind of reread bits and pieces that I, I think I've overlooked. And I started with this um, not not caring as much, you know, but once I started reading it, it's it really it did get me hooked. So there's a couple characters where I'm like, I don't know who that one is, but I know he's was here and and mm-hmm. um, you know i gotta go back and reread and place some of those people the test will be in two weeks we'll ask you jared did you finish that and that i'll say yes actually i'm actually gonna finish this probably this weekend i enjoyed it i thought you were gonna say i'm gonna say it regardless of whether i do or not <laughs> yeah. I would just i'm gonna lie. lie blatantly <laughs> to you guys uh, Fair. laura would you read it i think i'd also give it a four i i enjoyed it 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 pulled me in i didn't mind I didn't notice, like you said, oh, every two pages it switched stories. I don't know why I didn't notice that, but I, I was okay with that. And I felt like eventually once everything connected together, I I wasn't expecting some of the connections that they made. And I was like, oh, that's neat. Sorry, that was me. Okay, uh, I, was like, I don't think that was me. <laughs> oh. I, I have Hoopla open on my tablet and it's dying. I didn't realize. Sorry. Okay. Hoopla's dying or your tablet's dying? Tablet. My tablet is dying. Sorry. All but, right. Uh, yeah. Adrian? My name's Adrian. What would you rate it? Uh, you know, to be honest, somewhere between a three and a four. Because 1998 was a long time ago. I've evolved in my own reading. I've evolved in my expectations. So that does lean toward it's not to today's standard. It is dated. I will agree with that. On that aspect, I would rate it lower also. But, but I'm trying to rate it for what it was. I'm remembering who I was in 98, what I loved in 98, and kind of... The, the things that, you know, touched us in 98, you know. Uh, how old were you? Were you even born in 98? Yes, I was okay. born in 89. Okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, so, it's just one of those things like, do I like it? Okay, we, we've talked about, like, Goonies. People love the Goonies because they watched them when they were kids. We don't like the Goonies. Because we didn't watch it as kids. Temple of Doom. Uh, hot take, ladies and gentlemen, because we haven't talked about this on the podcast. Temple of Doom is a garbage movie. It is worse than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Move Preach. On. Move on. Preach. Get uh, out. Crystal Skull. <laughs> I watched it as a kid and I liked it as a kid. We watched. Lord exactly. I, Lord I, you loved it as a kid. Lord, I rewatched all of them recently. Actually. And Crystal Skull was better, had a better story, a coherent story, better than. Temple of Doom. Now, wow. which, okay. now, which saying not saying which one's a better Indiana Jones movie. Uh, Temple of Doom, maybe, but even still, I hated the love interest girl in Temple okay. of Doom. She was absolutely awful. The blonde lady, the yeah, screamer, the screamer. That ooh, ants, ooh, I'm in water, ooh, shut up. I agree. Uh, she was annoying in that. Like they should have just sacrificed her. Like not even just for the gods. Like oh no, she died at the very beginning. Oh no, she slipped. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, she's awful. One thing I found interesting in Temple of Doom, like you mentioned, the nostalgia factor. I didn't realize how bad the quality of our VHS tape was oh. when we watched it recently. I was like, "That's what they're. That's what happened." Like, apparently, it was so dark and fuzzy that I didn't even know what was going on. And I was a child, so I well, probably and it's just, also like, the three point yeah. four point three versus the sixteen point or sixty nine. So it, it, the you lose stuff. Eh, I don't think it was just like so much that it was cut off the, the side. Actual, like it was the clarity. whole center. There like, are some directors where the movie changed so much because they were forced 
to go four by three than versus sixteen by nine. Well, and there have been a couple movies where I'm like, oh, the director said a lot more in sixteen by nine than they did in. Do you really feel that Temple of mm. Doom was one of those? I'm not saying that. Well, okay. I'm just saying yeah. that could be a thing. Well, I think part yeah, two I don't is think so. it has been updated and t- digitally touched up too since it's on streaming now too. Like since mm. VHS, mm-hmm. like, oh, we can actually have it in the quality that it should have been. So you can see the cable that's pumping the heart right. you know, or just whatever. Just about, yeah. yeah okay. but, you can see the same uh, alligator scene on repeat. But that's what I, I was talking about earlier about uh, horror movies. Like they, they were there. Right, the the thing came out of the oh, chest. The yeah. bed actually moved. The head actually turned around, and so the reactions could be more believable because of uh, stuff. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so anyway, what would you rate the book? Hot, the book? Again, oh, hot take. Battle though. chasers. Uh, again, Three to four. Oh, hot, of, hot take. Uh, Temple of Doom is the worst Indiana Jones movie. Preach. So, uh, anyway, Battle Chasers for me, I give it two, uh, mostly because who do I recommend it to? I don't. I genuinely don't know. Who I should recommend it to? Okay, Adrian. Especially when there are books like Die that do it better. Um, that do it updated. N- no, they do it better uh, because it's dialogue heavy. It's a coherent story. It's it's all you don't have to. I don't want to have to get through half a book before. Oh, these characters are connected now. Do you not remember when they arrived in the city? Uh, I can't name, think of the name of the city um, where they first found rest in 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 Die. Which ended up being zombie infested. Do you not remember that? Super dialogue heavy. Yeah, but it got to that point you're already invested in versus this is like all through okay. the whole thing. Okay. Um, it just, for me, because again, who. I can give you that. Anybody that didn't read comics in the 90s, who am I going to recommend it to? Maybe people that read Spawn. Like, hey, if you like Spawn, you're, you might like this as well. well. You're dungeon crawlers. So, like, anybody who's reading any of the D&Ds or die. But they, are, they already have Middle better West. alternatives. Is what I'm, I'm going with that. Okay. Like, I can recommend those things significantly more than this. And it's not an, it's not an awful book. Like, I didn't stop at, after issue one. I'm like, Ugh, oh, why like, am this, I reading this? Why did right. Adrian pick this? Here, right. Right. It wasn't that. I was like, I understand what this is going for, but I cannot recommend it. Sure. So, that's why I give it to. Like, okay. eh, I mean... I I give it a solid number two. <laughs> it's not like well, it's not horrible, but it's not it's not good in my opinion. It wasn't mm-hmm. for me, but yeah, it wasn't the last flight out. Okay. Yeah, I think it's one you recommend based on the art style. If people like that style of art and the very overly where the sword yeah. is like falling away from the camera and it's like a mile long. Yeah, yeah. The, the Buster Sword, the Final Fantasy Seven folk the would love. Yeah. The yeah, very really. busty yeah. bounty hunter trick. I, I was, yeah, that's why I was struggling over how to describe Red Monica. What's funny is yeah. you just you mentioned Final Fantasy VII, and Monica actually reminds me of Vincent from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Yeah, I guess I can see that a little bit. Yeah. But So, yeah, if you find people coming and talking about Final Fantasy, send them to Battle Chasers. There we go. Because those people come into the store all the time. And because we can't get the yeah. this volume in also is why I can't recommend it sure, to you. Sure, right. Because mm. like, oh, I can't. I don't recommend something I can't ha- I can't sell you. Why so, not? Because I can't sell it to you. Uh, so with that, let's move on to the final segment of the week, which is Heroes of the Week, comic book or otherwise, which Jared forgot about. And Adrian already has it prepped up. So Adrian, why don't you go first again? You know, so, he mentioned it earlier and I still forgot again. I know you did, buddy. It's, well, <laughs> this, we're at the two hour mark. So Really? Yeah. So think fast. Yeah, it's it's been a long one. So back in That's April, I did. found a website. I did called... not. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> that was a good response. I did not. <laughs> can I go? So okay. tell me more you about go your website. Sorry. That one just caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, in April, uh, I found the website leagueofcomicgeeks.com. Uh, and I have thrown, I am beginning to throw all my comic book inventory in there for free. It has a barcode scanner in the app. It uh, will export in uh, a CSV for the nerds that are out there. It's an exp- it's, uh, it's a spreadsheet format, or, or for not the nerds out there. Uh, <clears throat> artwork is accurate. Barcodes are accurate. Uh, stats are fantastic, and it's all for free. Uh, there is a pro version. I'm totally going to give them my money here soon. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, they are my heroes of the week. All right. Month. Two months. Since April. <laughs> and ongoing. Laura, who is your hero of the week? I think that I should give some kudos to one of my coworkers, uh, Melissa, that I work with. Because last night she definitely offered to, to help me out. And I ungraciously did not accept her her help, but I didn't realize that she didn't hear me call over the radio to say that I, oh, I got it, don't worry. So she came like all the way across the plant to help me out, and then I hear over the radio saying, are you doing what I'm coming over here to do? Like, do I need to come whoop you? And I was like, please don't cane me, sir, I was led astray. Like, I appreciate your help, even though I... I, I didn't accept it, but yeah, I I feel like she deserves a kudos because she tried so hard to help me, and I I didn't accept because, by accident, sort of. But and <laughs> is her overtime shift also? Yeah, yeah. She like I guess she was already wow. helping me so much because she even showed up. Because you I, are your team should have four five people if it's fully uh, staffed. In my opinion, yeah, I think we should have five total, one for each line. But lately they've said, oh, you only need three people across five lines. And there's only two and, of you on your shift yeah, right and now. And now we're down to two. Because so. everyone either quits or gets fired. Yeah, pretty mm. much. So just for everything else, for picking up the overtime and helping out. Yeah. Yeah. So, Melissa, I do appreciate you. I'll probably try and, like, bring this up and play Maybe it for her sometime. Two hours. Yeah. And- it's a trap. No, no, I'll just show the end. I'll, I'll just go straight to this point. <laughs> And she'll still be like, can you can you hurry up already? I got stuff to do. I need to get to my line. She's and, very, very driven. And I'll buy Jared a little bit more time since he's looking around the room yep. still. Uh, I'm going to say my Heroes of the Week is the team at Smosh. It is a YouTube uh, channel. They have different shows. Specifically, the Smosh Pit. I've been listening to a lot of their stuff lately. Um, I started listening to them on Facebook during like the random videos. Like, okay, well, I'm getting ready for bed. I just want some background noise something to listen to. And they do a bunch of Reddit stories. Am I the a-hole? And there's some really good ones there. Oh, I thought you were actually asking. No, Dang no, it. no, no. <laughs> They're paid. They do. They read the Reddit threads of am I the a-hole of like yes. random stories. And it is really entertaining the one that stuck with me recently you was, told me about this at the story last week i think mm, or the last week we worked together maybe uh but the one that caught my attention uh, a lot recently was there is a story of this guy him and his wife had a kid uh he swore that she cheated on though because he has blue eyes she has blue eyes the kid has brown eyes <laughs> if you know anything about genetics blue eyes is a recessive gene sure so if you both have blue eyes then you both have recessive genes mm-hmm. there is no brown eye gene uh, he got a blood test on the child. He's not the father. 
he did two blood tests, not the father. Then he flipped out like, you cheated on me. What's going on? Yada, yada, yada. Long story short, the hospital switched the babies at, at birth with someone else. <clears throat> so it's like, they live like, oh, well, it turns out he is not the father. Also, she's not the mother. And someone's getting sued. Um, like, that, it was a big test. Like, oh, you know, he thinks I'm cheating. That's the end sure. of the post. Then like, okay, so update time. Turns out this major twist is like, it's been really entertaining to see. That sounds very much like what's his face from back in the day. Uh, and now you know the rest of the story. What was that guy's name? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Old people, Shoot. you guys know this. And that's the rest of the story. And that's yeah, the way the Google. cookie crumbles. No. That was Jim Carrey. No, uh, I know. And that's the rest of the story. That's the way it was. Oh, I can't think of who that was. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so they've done multiple episodes paul harvey paul harvey uh apparently they've been doing it for like nine months now that i'm just it's like a weekly show like cool i have a whole back catalog i can listen to and what's the name of that uh it's smosh pit is the the channel smoosh the but they have a whole bunch of things like uh this one this episode was the most unpredictable reddit stories it's a whole bunch of different things there's one guy they have rotating cast that he listened to the story they debate okay who's the actual jerk in this story and is a is the story even real? Like that's what I was gonna ask. Because like, is there somebody who's actually investigating to make sure? Needs, or... There is. I don't think it needs to. Right. I don't think it matters if it's real or not. It's just the story. Right. Okay. It's uh, like who's the who's the jerk in this Robin Night right. Terrors? You know, Captain America. That's the way I look at the, those types Jason. of stories. The majority of the story is the my takeaway for this. If you have to ask, chances are yes, you are. Mm-hmm, so because mm-hmm. and they're like, oh well, you're always telling you're telling the story and no one else is responding. So you're putting yourself in the best light. Like, oh, well, you're hiding information. And or, even then, when you don't hide information, the information you do give, like, oh, that's super bad still. Right. Like, even if you're not painting yourself into the best light, you may not be portraying, you may be portraying the others in the story in darker. Oh, there are shadow. people that portray themselves in the best light and it's still a really bad oh, yeah. light. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. so I killed a guy. <laughs> Wait, but, what? But <laughs> they had it coming. But, no, but it's been entertaining. I just throw it in the background and listen to it while I'm doing other things. Like, sure. oh, this is it's awful. But it's like it's <laughs> it's the joy of reading the internet with having to go through all the comments. Like they filter through, like, oh, this is what some of the consensus is. Here's an update. You don't have to do any of the work. They they do it, you just consume it. And like face value it is what it is. It's fun, entertaining. And each story is like a five minute thing that they talk about. And, sure. they, and it, it's an it's entertain it's entertainment. And that's what I ask for. There you go. So, Jared, I bought you as much time as I could. I'm going to go with Adrian as my hero. Hey! Uh, not, no, 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 not, not Rocky's wife. Not me, yeah, Rocky's yeah. wife. No, our Adrian. Um, he introduced me to the app he's talking about, League of Comic Geeks. It is really cool. So it's the app again, not Adrian. <laughs> Let me have we'll go, my moment. We'll go with that. Why Let not? me have my moment. You could say Adrian because he hasn't been here for like two months. There you go. You All haven't right, been yeah. here for Welcome two months. Back, it, doesn't count that I, it doesn't count that I told you that. Hey, you were... I needed help either way <laughs> so i'm the hero for helping <laughs> the hero is the coach who decided that your kids didn't need to be in the sport anymore for a while because the season's over because no the coach yeah the season's over the season is. my kids aren't that terrible i don't think that's the coach's call no, either it's the league so it's like the, oh. wrapping yeah, up i'll I go really with adrian it was going to last all summer <laughs> yeah. uh anyway for no, a, not anyway. I'm the hero. So 
Uh, Adrian, okay then, hero boy. What book are we reading two months? Nightwing, leaping into no, 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 the no, city no. of Dick Grayson. Hold on. <laughs> it's you. We're reading it in two weeks, not two months. Next episode. Whenever oh, yeah. that falls. Volume one. Here, I thought the he was city trying of to Dick Grayson. throw us off there. Leaping into the light. Volume. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah that's sure Just it is. because you weren't listening. Quantum mania. Yeah. Yeah. Search for more money. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Fixed point. So fixed on point that time. note, uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> and we'll you take, will miss us. By we'll then. take up more than two hours next time. Uh, special shout out to listener Chris, who always said, "Like, oh, I love when you guys go longer episodes because he listens to us while he's working." Sucker. Well, Chris, this one's for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, good luck, buddy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you, everyone else, as well for listening, and we'll see you all next time. I would also like to thank Rum. <laughs> Drive safely, my friends. And vodka. We're going to do this on a weekend and I'll just get hammered.